Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren, and welcome to Average Bikers in a Cave. A show where a group of average bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike, from news, reviews, interviews, and the big questions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a review. On today's show, we look at the latest news with some bikes and some cool tech hitting the market, and we delve into another big question, all about helmets and heats. This episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. Jack and time. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, let's check in and uh, check out. Uh, ding, ding. Check in and check, check out. In and check out. You, you um, go first. Uh, and you go. I'll go first. Well, you go? Uh, what have I been up to? Um, well, um, myself and Darren went for a chippy run, didn't we? Uh, we the did. other night we there. Did. Which was good fun. Out on, um, well, Darren thought he would, we were going out in the bobber. I was going to bring the take the bobber out. And uh, <laughs> and uh, has been talking about his big bobber all night. Uh, and, then, and then I ended up out with Maverick. So that was cool. Um, Maverick, who's, who I'm still waiting in the mirrors. That's uh, there's a really serious issue when you've got six months later and there's still no a new set of mirrors available. So I might pop into Harley tomorrow. Of course, if you're listening to this next week, I've popped into Harley by that point. <laughs> and and uh, he's still not got his mirrors. Still not got my mirrors. Um, I might buy other mirrors for all I know. Do you know what I mean? I might just do that. <laughs> just get put them on. Uh, uh, you know, big, big, huge mirrors like you know, like the big kind of silver pointy things you know that you get on like oh, big road kings and that kind of stuff you know Sons of Anarchy style crosses and things aye, that aye. kind of thing yeah that's so, a good idea yeah just make, make a get look at them get them uh, I've been out on the Triumph as well we, uh, I've been out in Abigail so um, uh, Abigail's got a new tyre so getting, getting that scrubbed in uh, a Pirelli so I've said if you're listening that's, uh, I know it's your favourite tyre make so you know she hates them she hates them yep, she, she does hates them, them. I don't know why people would have such a hatred for a, a bit of rubber, but, you know, there we go, you know. I don't even think they're rubber. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a synthetic compound. A synthetic compound. Synthetic, synthetic compound. That's like that song. Aye, like, would you call it? Um, I can't remember. What was that song? Feel, drink, 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 the lily, the pink, the pink, the pink. That's the one. That's the one. Synthetic can't remember what the song was called. Oh, synthetic. Well, the pink was the song. Was it? Yeah. There you go. Anyway, medicinal compound. That was the medicinal, that was the, medicinal compound. So, um, yeah, so from my bikey point of view, yeah, been out, in, been out in both the bikes. All I can hear now is the human race. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> So um, so yeah, I not much other biking news. But I haven't, you know, Susan's been away, so they have been empty for the last week or so, and I've managed to not buy myself anything ridiculous. You know, close. I'm close, and I'm going into Halley tomorrow. So <laughs> you know what I mean. And I have got a wee hankering for a for a riding shirt. So oh, yeah, so, yeah I got yeah. one. I got one. Did you? Aye. What one did you get? The is it the grey one? 
No, the red, the red and just black. Just so I know one. which one not to get. The red yeah. and black, the yeah. red and black Harley one. Yeah, cause, so, because right. I'd rather clash than match. Yes, you know. Yes, totally, so, totally. Um, oh, and I have actually booked um, the last weekend in August to go to Ireland on a bike. Go and see my brother. So, oh, nice. that's all booked up. Time off. Booked the last Canada. weekend in August. The last weekend in August. Okay. Yep. Why? Because remember, there might be that thing up at Tendrum. Was that the last week? No, no, that was the last weekend in July. Because because no. the or was it? It was supposed to be the last weekend of July, but it's not. But now. it's not now because of the festival of speed. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, uh, so with your man on the wall of death and stuff. Aye, talked about right. last I was originally going to go the last weekend of July to Ireland, and then the Cuba thing happening and then all that stuff. But but now last weekend in August <laughs> the Cuba thing, the Cuba thing, <laughs> the Cuba thing, and uh, the, the Cuba Gooding, Cuba right. Gooding Junior. You know the the, the Cuba stock Cuba. Stock Cuba. Aye, aye, that's Stock Cuba. Like Stock Cuba. All right, so, um, uh, aye, so any of the Oxo, the Oxo sisters are coming back soon. <laughs> Stock Cuba's. And uh, uh, so that'll be a, that'll be my peace will be shattered, you know. That's it. Go. Empty down and dust. So that's it. So um, I think we'll have another, we, I'm probably have another podcast before I'm being to Ireland though, so. Oh, I will get another one before yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. aye, definitely. £90 now it is to take your bike on return. I saw it, Ah, it's not too bad. Where's that for? Is that for Kieran Ryan? Kieran Ryan to Belfast. Ah, that's Stenerling. Oh, into Belfast. Yeah, into Belfast, aye, so. Oh, because Larn into Belfast, that's a nice wee run, actually. I mean, I actually aye. like going to Larn, but, but the Larn's P&O, so you're not guaranteed it's going to run. Well, that's true. They would have staff, aye. you know what I mean? Aye, aye, so. that's true. You pres- good point. Aye. Forget the runs. Stick with Just make sure they actually get a because when you come out of Belfast, you're, the docks are, the docks are, um, the docks are kind of west. Belfast, aren't they? So you aye. don't really go through the city centre at all. No. You, and you're not the, is it the M2, I think it is, or something like that. And is it? You aye. scoot along, and then and then they've got a couple of the Glenshain Pass is lovely to go over on the bike. That's cool. Oh, is that? um, it's uh, there's a wee pub there. Um, there's supposed to um, says it's the highest pub in, in Ireland. You know, but I think there's about I think there's about umpteen pubs in Ireland that claim they're the highest pub in Ireland. Aye, or the oldest, you know, or the, the oldest, aye. Aye, or, the, or the Irishest. You know, <laughs> so um, see, I'd like. We were talking about that earlier. Actually, we were talking about there's a there's a a, a bike meet there called Hog and a Bog, and I was like, and apparently it's it's one of the really good ones to go right. to because it's like it's, it's just a, it's a it's good crack. Yeah. It's a crack, uh, it's a crack, 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 it's a crack now. Um, but I I was like I was like I could go to that. That'd be quite a good. You know I mean, right, fun. Like, uh, no, I'm not going on a boat. <laughs> well, you're fucked. <laughs> the boat's dead good. I love. I, know. I, love I, taking I, I the bike across the boat. You know. Do you know what I mean, the only thing I might do is I might pay the extra money and go to the Stena Lounge. Ooh, the Stena Lounge. It, it, it's it's like an, it's one of those things, right? You know, if you've ever been in the boat to Ireland or any of these boats to get the posh lounges, right? That you get the, you know, you, you go in the lounge, so you've not got Wayne running about and all that rubbish, and it's, aye, it's aye. Quite, and you can just chillax and everything. But is it like the airport lounge? There's just like free. Aye, so there's, oh. there's free drink as well. So, <gasps> um, but that's the thing. You're on the bike, so you're not going to be drinking. You're not going to be drinking, aye. Actually, the only thing I'll say is it's just wine. It's just wine that's free and soft drinks. Do you know what I mean? Aye, but then if you're not, if if there's grub and all that on the go, maybe a nice Well, there's there's just, it's it's, it's just wee snacks and things, but there is, they've got their own menu that you can order from when you pay Uh for it, but they've they've got that, you know, but you're not having to queue up with a, you know, with the with the uh, with the plebs with the, with the, with, the, with the Linwood Canteen crowd. No, Linwood was it? Littlewood's Canteen crowd. That was it. Linwood. <laughs> Linwood. 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 The, you know, mind mind. Do you know what I mean? You're getting Linwood's to the canteen for your That's lunch. Right, you know? So you were dying. So um, uh, 
But um, so I might, I might not do that because when you're on your own, you can just find a wee corner, you know, whack your Aye. helmet onto the table and just let folk ignore Aye, you. I wouldn't do that. See, that's the other thing. If there's wings around the boat, I wouldn't do that. No, good point. Jimmy. Good point. Absolutely, yeah. Even if even if my helmet's dressed up like Batman. Heed, move. Aye, Aye, exactly. So anyway, that's my check-in. What about you? What about you? I'll leave it on that. I'll leave it on that. Yeah. Aye. Other than other than the run, um, I had a couple of wee runs just. I mean, the kind of 50-odd mile round trip stuff, just so that Nicola can get some miles on her Nightster, which mm. has been fun. I've had a couple of goes on it. It's properly good fun. Um, so, I so there's that. Um, she got the... What's the bars called? Engine bars. She got ah, the engine, engine bars fitted to it. And this is the... And I've raised this with Harley Davidson. The engine bars on Harley's website say... These are the engine bars. This fit this bike. And it fits the Sportster S and it fits the Nightster. Mm-hmm. Happy days. Goes in, gets it ordered, gets it ready to fit. It's literally in the workshop five minutes and they come out and said, by the way, they don't fit that bike. Well, what do you mean they don't fit that bike? Harley say on their website it fits that bike. Well, they do fit it, but there's two plastic covers down behind where your brake and gear lever Right. On the Nightstar? On the Nightstar. Right. And on the Sportstar, those are those are there, but they have little indents that you can pop out for the, the engine actual bars. engine bars to fit. But on the Sportstar, they don't. Mm. You're like, oh, that's a bit shit. Uh, but Keith being Keith at West Coast, you know what I mean? He just made them fit. <laughs> he just went and cut a wee bit out. And they look brilliant, so... You know I mean, it does set the bike over. That's, it that's, have, you, you can't fault West Coast to be fair for that stuff. No, you know what I mean? They, no, you know, they're, they're, they're good you know, for their that. customization so, and all that, and their, their, their skills are just brilliant for that. So, right. absolutely. So, when we're they're, not there, very, they're not very good at chasing up arrows. No, no, <laughs> no. Pick on that one tomorrow. Pick on that one because we'll be in the morning and all. Uh, while we're in though, we're looking at this thing that the Dawn performance, which I don't think we've ever talked about in the show, nope. but essentially it's it's custom tuning. Software, aye, because we were talking big, de- big Derek got his bike done, didn't he? Aye, he got his done, and there's a few guys. John Weir got his done, and I think they're doing Don's Pan America, right? Um, and essentially, what they do is they plug this little thing into the bike, and that re- feeds all the data into this backpack, which has got a laptop in it. And you go out and you ride for like thirty miles or whatever, mm-hmm. and all the data gets downloaded. And then they send it off to this company, Don Performance in Germany, and they take all that data and they build this bespoke <clears throat> tuning upgrade right. for your bike. So it doesn't matter whether it's if it's stock or whether you've put an exhaust on it or whatever, it just takes all that into account and your riding style and stuff like that and goes, right, let's put that in. And there you go. And then they send it back and then West Coast obviously upload it to your bike. And apparently it makes your bike run cooler. It does give you a bit of a power boost but it also makes you run more efficient <clears throat> as well okay. and it sort- I could do that with sports sports is a thirsty beast by the way well it sorts as well some of the it, it smooths out a lot of the because obviously the new bikes are right by wire right. and it's so it, apparently it smooths that out so that it's really nice even when you're in sport mode so i'm like i'll be it it's 595 quid but that's all the work done to fit well, fit it, set it up, you to go, and then they program it back Aye. in and stuff. And you're going, you can pay it over six Aye. months, 
100 quid a month for six months. That'd be so, that, I mean, that sports that does jump, can, can be a wee bit jumpy at times. With the, oh, with Pan American sport mode's just, it's just, it's, mm. it's nuts. So I'm, I'm thinking, I might wait and see. If they're going to do Dons, I might wait and see. Mm-hmm. Because if it works, it's great. And I might get Nicholas Sportster done as well. Because if it. Nightster. The Nightster. If it cools it down or makes it run a little bit cooler. Because ah, you were saying their exhaust was getting a bit warm. Aye. Aye. And it'd be interesting to see because I know Teapot had, had uh, he had one out the other day. Was it Wednesday? Wednesday he had one out for mm-hmm. Gilford. Um, and we'll wait and see when his review comes up. Um, ah, I'd be interested if, if he's got the if same. He had the same. If he's not, it's the same issue. So I so I looked at Don Performance, which is quite good. Um, there's, I also had a look at exhausts. So I had a look in a chat with a company called Fuel Exhausts. Fuel uh, Exhausts? They're in Kendall. Um, anyone that's got a Triumph or a KTM or a BMW mm-hmm. or anything like that, check these guys out. They've got the British and everything's British built and stuff. Um, but they're a fraction of the price of some of the aftermarket big names and the sounds are tremendous really yeah if you want to hear what it sounds like they've obviously got their youtube clip and your page and their stuff on are you saying i could i could make abigail sexier for a fraction of the cost oh aye oh that's honestly it's cracking sound cracking sound Mm. um and they've got different variants and different sizes and stuff like that so you can make it look how you want but Mm. it's the sounds tremendous so i should check them out Unfortunately, they don't do Harley yet, and they don't plan to do Harley. Um, but they did say in the winter months they do take on custom stuff. So if you were wanting one, you could go down and they could like fabricate one. So I be- bespoke. I bespoke. bespoke it, which is quite good. So I might, I don't know, I might look at that. I might know. Mm-hmm. It depends whether they're doing the dumb performance route. And then the last, well, there's two last things. Was the there's a there might be some exciting stuff up with Hex Easy Can. Oh, you can't, uh, can't say uh, too much, but there might be some <coughs> cool stuff cool, coming up with cool. them, um, which will be fun. And then secondly, chain app, right? Oh, and I'm, oh. let's address this elephant right let's now. Just, let's just talk about right? it. I don't know how to be... Yeah, there, there was quite a big pause here because <laughs> we, were, we, were trying, we were trying to think... How can you put uh, this can you put being, this too being far too insulting? But I was going to say it. It's shit. It's shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The, the principle's brilliant, yeah. but in practice, it just... Now, whether that's because we were using iPhones or whether we were... Mm-hmm. Well, no, wasn't it? Because it didn't really work when we were left yours. And when we got to where we were going and tried it again, it kind of worked a wee bit. It worked, it, for, it, 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 it worked in the sense of we could hear each other making noises. Hi. Yeah. It, was, it was like the adults and Snoopy, wasn't it? That's exactly what it like. That's exactly what it sounded like. And a completely different point, but if anybody likes um, Snoopy um, and likes people and likes Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, then Saturday Night Live did a fantastic thing on um, an adult off-Broadway player Snoopy, but it's Pacino and... All these people and it's like hilarious. Oh, I could, I could imagine. So funny. And, but, but they actually, it looks. I don't know if they did that, no, but it looks like they, they they showed it to actual Waynes who thought they were going to see a Snoopy play. And oh. the, the, but is that how they talk? Because I could hear Al Pacino in that. See, talking like, wah, wah, yeah. Uh, you uh, mean you could hear uh, he Al Pacino? Was, uh, he's doing like Linus that. or something like that. You know what I mean? And that's uh, just brilliant. Right? Anyway, <laughs> but it's not <laughs> Al Pacino. Guys. It's the guys from Saturday Night Live doing their impressions doing their of impressions it. Of it. All right. Larry David and all that kind of stuff. It's brilliant. Anyway, I digress slightly, but just while we're talking about the <laughs> 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 so chain, great idea, but 
you know, if you're listening, Rudock, and you're chain up, I'd love you to get in touch and let us know if we've done something wrong with it. You know what I mean? Aye, or if there's hints and tips <coughs> yeah. and whatever. Because if you look at the app on the app store, mm-hmm. there's it's, a, it's split kind of 50-50. Mm-hmm. Half of the people are giving it like four stars and saying, oh, it's brilliant, that's ideal, mm-hmm. it's great for us, and yada, yada, yada. But then there's other people giving it one star and going, if I could give it nine stars, I would give it nine stars, but I'm just letting you know it's a crap, I, even to I mean, the person sitting behind me. I think for me, I mean, I'm, it would be interesting to try it again on the Triumph rather than Harley, right, for me. Yes. And if you could maybe try it on like, the Nightster rather than your Pan America, yes. where, where the Harley app isn't he talking to the bike. Yes. You know, that that to me was... It's the, probably one of those ones we could try it, which is to the bikes. Aye. Just plug a head, a head, set of headphones into it or earbuds yeah. or whatever. Because I, but what happened to mine, and you, as you saw, was that it comes up saying it's dialing the bot, which is the process of dialing into the cloud and Aye. being able to all join this one kind of... <laughs> kind of um, group chat kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but that dialing the bot thing would come up on the screen of the Sportster in the LCD screen and wouldn't he go? So and I couldn't it, tell what speed it was going at. I couldn't see how much... Half the screen, didn't it? Half the screen. I couldn't see how much fuel I had in the bike. You know, all this stuff. Um, so maybe because it was constantly trying to dial this or, or the, the Harley app and Aye, I talk to the Harley bike, you know. <clears throat> I don't know. I eventually turned the Harley app... Uh, turned the Bluetooth off on. I disconnected the phone from the the, the sports yes. store eventually, and then it just cut out and didn't work at all. It was like Aye, it was just weird. Oh, it was weird. So, um, if you're going to good job, it's a free app. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I totally. I think if I'd paid for that, I'd be raging. Oh, absolutely raging. Fuming. You know what I mean? You know, and it's supposed to be, it's only two of you. If you've got unlimited minutes on your phone, just phone each other, keep it open. Do you know what I mean? I know, but as I say to you, because I've been watching. I've been watching this thing because I was thinking, how can it even... And we never we... drop signal. We never drop phone signal. We always had No, no, 4G. no. We always had, had... Even when we were up the, the kind of back road into the hills, uh-huh. I still had like three bars of 4G. Uh-huh. Me too. Mean? So um, the other thing I was saying to you is, is because obviously I was looking at how can you record... There must be some way to record the comms. Uh, from, the you mean if you <clears> were yeah, doing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether we were doing it via Bluetooth or whatever, and I must do it. And obviously, you mean... There's a couple of guys who've got videos out on how to set your comms up right, with like a couple extra cables to, to, to do, do it. that. Yeah. And I was thinking, why would you not just use Zoom? Because we do have a Zoom license here in the cave. Why would you not just set up Zoom and have Zoom on the phone? And then not only do you get the video off your phone back up to you, depending mm-hmm. on what angle your phone's at, but you can actually just record the whole call and just take the audio straight out of it, and that way you've got the comms for the... What you got? Do, do, you know what, do you know what's happened there? Your brains went zoom, that's what it is. That's <laughs> superb idea. See? Your brain you, went zoom. I had a good sleep last night, that's what it was. That's what it was, aye. But aye, other than that, that was my check-in. So it wasn't really my check-in, it was just loads of wee bits that have yeah. just interested me in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. there you go. Winner, winner, check-in dinner. Hey! <laughs> Thank you. Right, what we got next? It's a new feature. Yes, I'm liking this I feature. I do like this new feature, yes, yeah. I do Especially like now that Steve Wright is leaving Radio 2, you know. Oh, is he? Somebody needs to do factoids again. Steve, so. if you're listening uh, and you want to be cameo. Absolutely, mate. You're more than welcome. Touch. Come to the cave. Aye. Absolutely. The, the pay's tremendous. Do the factoids, you know. Um, based on based on um, his salary that was put, announced like, the other week there on the BBC website, I don't think he'd be coming to the cave for the boy repairing them. No. No. But Steve, if you're interested, pal, just for a laugh, come on down, you know. Aye, even, just a Glasgow, one even just a one-off. Just a one-off, yeah. We can zoom you in on the bikes. Zoom. zoom. Um, anyway, so it is 
pointless style facts of the week. Pointless style facts of the pointless week. Pointless style facts of the week. There we go. Ten yeah. pointless random facts. Let's there go. Let's go. Pointless dull fact of the week. Number one. The very first Harley Davidson motorcycle used a tomato can for a carburetor. A tom- can. Did you like that? A How tomato tomato can. Used a tomato can for a carburetor. A carburetor. Tomato. Tomato. Hey, uh, you only love me for my body. <laughs> You're my best friend. <laughs> a very first Harley Davidson motorcycle. I'm Lottie McQueen. <laughs> anyway, yes, so there we go. Yeah. Dull pointless fact of the week number two, Suzuki started out as a loom maker for Japan's booming silk industry at the turn of the 20th century. Cool. So from a things coming out of a worm's bum to things that shooting out of a biker's <laughs> bum, uh, called, brown stuff called adrenaline. <laughs> when you're on a high abyss. Nice. From, from the loom from to the, the zoom. To the zoom. Oh, here, that get on a t-shirt. From the loom to the zoom. I'd be fine Suzuki. if we already did Suzuki's. Suzuki's. Aye, absolutely. But we don't. <laughs> what else? Oh, we could do though. Uh, any biker, the minute, you, the minute you come out as a baby and you want to be a biker, from the womb to the zoom. Oh. Write oh. 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 that down. Write that down. Baby grows in. Baby grows in. Right, okay. From the womb to the zoom. Aye. Yeah, add, add that onto your list for all the other stuff you want to get on. I know. Once we get it once live. Once we get it live, I know. I'm, I'm not getting anything. <laughs> <laughs> Pointless doll bags of a week, number three. Or number three, seems I'm going to Ireland in the month. Number three, good point. Number three, it is estimated one in five motorbikes that aren't garaged are stolen. Now, what does that mean, right? That's random. That's random, right? But does that mean that anybody whose motorbike is sitting outside and no garaged has been stolen? They've nicked it, or will be stolen? Aha, aha, and does aha. that? And is, is there's that, where grammar comes into consideration. Is, is that? Is that? One in five is that one in five that have garages but don't garage them, they get stolen, or is that just one in five bikes that that just whether they've got a garage and put it in or not, or don't have a garage just get stolen? I, I have no idea. I don't know. Anyway, that, that's that's the fact as written. Aye, well, yeah, let, there we go. Let's let's say what one one in, uh, one in five that are in a garage or get nicked. Are getting nicked. Aye, there we go. Cool. Um, pointless dull facts of the week number four. Every year there are nearly ten deaths. 300 ER trips and 400 arrests just in the Sturgis rally. Um, uh, that kind of doesn't surprise me because my cousin went to Tona right. a, a, year, a year before lockdown and he sent me back some pictures and videos and stuff like that and I'm going, just kind of looks like the debauchery rally. It was like, but I, uh, it, was, it was mental. Mm. And I'm going, and that's not even, I mean Sturgis is apparently worse. That kind of doesn't surprise me. We go. I'd love to know what the 400 arrests were. I'd love to know what the top 10 arrests were. Right, that might right. be next week's point of still facts. The top 10 yeah. arrests. If we can, if we can find that information out, we will be sharing that with the world. <laughs> oh, totally. Absolutely. Uh, point of dull fact number five. Indians Army Daredevil team completed the world's largest human pyramid on two wheels with 201 men and 10 bikes. Now, again... That's 20 wheels. That's 20 wheels. How's that not... I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming they mean human pyramid on motorbikes. Aye, I would assume so. Rather when than... they say it on two wheels, because that's no two wheels, that's, that's 10 20, wheels. That's 10 wheels. 20 In wheels. In case, you could just... 20 wheels. Aye, you could just buy wheels. like a 
couple of big trucks and right. just pile folk in it. Right. Absolutely. Pointless dull fact number six. After shooting a movie in Australia, Keanu Reeves bought Harley Davidsons for every performer of his stunt team. He's a good egg, that boy, isn't he? He's such a He's nice a good bloke. egg, isn't he? You I know, know, we should he, get him on the Keanu, show. Keanu, if you're, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, mate, you can jump the queue over Steve Wright, mate. Right, just sorry, saying, you Steve. Know. Sorry, yeah. Keanu, if you're listening. Go, go I might just, I might just, yeah, I just might let's, email let's his email agent, agent, or agent or say, just to let you know, Keanu, we were talking about you in the average bikers in the queue. Have a listen. If you want to come on for free, I'll get Sydney to tag him in it. Aye, that's what you do. do you know what I mean? we'll, we'll plaster Keanu Reeves all over our socials. Aye, that's that's exactly what we're going to do. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll be next week's button, uh, by the way. Wild Stallion. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Okay. Um, Aye, we'll get a cease and desist letter from him. Uh, nothing else. I am. Um, I, I sent a Wild Stallions t shirt to the charity shop the other week. Pointless Delphi. That was Pointless Delphi number six and a half. There you go. Pointless Delphi number seven. The world's largest motorcycle is 31 feet long and can seat 16 people. It was built in Russia in 2016. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. At mean? least they've got the fuel, you know. You know. That's not big. <laughs> they've got the fuel. That's for a bus. That's a bus, yeah. <laughs> I presume, I presume, unlike the the twenty wheeled, two wheeled human pyramid, it has only got yes. two wheels. And actually, here's pointless fact number seven point five: between the Indian daredevil and the longest bike in the world, I've been to Mumbai, and I've seen sixteen people on a bike that's never near thirty one <laughs> feet. <laughs> Absolutely, and a week shopping. Uh, you, know you know, a couple of wings on my mind. Pointless dull fact of the week number eight. The twist and go throttle was invented in 1867. Wow, wow. that's a while ago now. That's, 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 that's not, that's I, don't think, yesterday. I don't think that's a point. I, I think that should come out there and just actually be a fact of the week. People were pointing and squirting in 1867. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, eh? For a whole load of For a different, whole, reasons. different reasons. Exactly, yes. Pointless dull facts of the week number nine. Tires on that Pirelli's. Tires on sports bikes don't contain a rubber. They are compromised of a synthetic rubber that has been compounded to give a balance of durability and traction. I knew I'd read that somewhere. See, before. Synthetic, <laughs> medi- synthetic medicinal compounds. And a pointless dull fact of the week number ten. There have been bike manufacturers named in the past called. Satan, Lucifer, and Devil. See, I had quite fancy. Horny wee bugger, say. So that's the manufacturer's name. What would the model name be? Oh, that would be good, wouldn't it? What about the Deviled Egg? <laughs> Satan's horn. Satan's, horn. Satan's got the horn. <laughs> uh, Lucifer. Lucifer's lollipop. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you type that in the Urban Dictionary you get something, you know what I mean? Aye, aye. Oh, I was talking to somebody uh, the, the, today um, about uh, soggy biscuits and because uh, I was talking about dipping my ginger nuts my tea, right? And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I said, that you don't like a soggy biscuit and then I mean, that must be a euphemism for something. And then, and then I couldn't remember, but it is, it is on the Urban Oh, I know. As something. But it, I had, my mind had taken a blank. So I came up with other things that could be a soggy biscuit. <laughs> I'm not going to discuss them here because, you no, know. That's, 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 that, 10, that's, that's, that's 10, not, 10 interesting facts next week. That's it. That's not teetering on the line because what I was suggesting was way over that line. Aye, you're so far past you can't see the exactly. line. Aye. So, 
Um, anyway, but uh, I'm sure that Lucifer's Lollipop would be in the Urban Dictionary or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everything we just named is probably uh, on Love Honey. Exactly. So, there you yeah, go. There we go. Love Honey, Love Honey. if you're listening. Uh, yep, no, yeah. Let's not do that. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. there you go. That was... Love Honey, Love Honey and Triumph could have the exact same tagline for the ride, couldn't they? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Aye, so fact, we should look at a few of those because I'm I'm imagining there's like definitely a few kind of risky companies and some really that would be quite good, wouldn't it? Kosher you know, companies, do you know what I mean? Com- com- companies whose taglines work taglines in other work companies. companies. Aye. <laughs> Aye. Look at that, yeah. We should have a look at that for the biking industry. Look, Just, look, yeah, Aye. Aye, that's a good show. I like that. You know what I mean, but uh, love honey and triumphs would definitely work. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get sued. But I went quickly moving on. Yeah. Anyway, that was well, that was ten totally pointless and dull, dull facts, facts of, of the, the week. week. We should actually make that into a proper jingle, shouldn't we? We should actually make that into a proper jingle. Just pointless dull facts of the week. I did try ten to pointless dull facts. <laughs> They're all the week. You remember? Ten facts. <laughs> they're all the week. Coffee's kicked in. Ten pointless dull facts. All the week. Uh, do you ever remember? Do you ever remember watching my sidetracking here? Do you ever remember the late show with David Letterman? Yes. And he used to do top ten. Yes. Right. Aye. It's something like that. We need way. <clears throat> Da, da. Yeah, you I mean us then have a wee word with Keanu. Have a word with Keanu. See if he'll maybe record it for us in his um, Bill and Ted's voice. Yep, yeah, I'll put that in the email. Right, put that in the email. That's it. We're going to make it ourselves, probably. Yeah, we're doing that ourselves. We'll, we'll be lucky to get Keanu Reeves impersonator. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, yeah, man. it's time. You pressed, that wee button, you pressed that wee button there like you were about to start a piano concerto. Your wee hands went all stretched. <laughs> and then the pinky went, up, 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 it's time for the news. Because I pressed up, up, up. it and then went, oh, is that a news button? <laughs> and then it came on and went, <laughs> ah, that's And relax. Okay, right. what we got in the news? I don't know why we went or uh-huh. thingy there. It, what have we got in the news? What have we got in the news? It's the news. You got on the news. You got to talk about the news. Give us the news, that's all. How fast? Uh, DGR does it again. So this year's Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, which uh, this year, back in May, which I said was a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago even. Um, They've beaten the previous record for fundraising. Um, Fundraising closed in June um, and the total raised was almost five million quid. Wow, nice. I know. Um, if If I could find my clap button. I'd find my clap button. There we go. I'm glad to see you've got the clap now. Way. Thank you. Um, so there it is, almost five million pounds, which is roughly the equivalent of a tank of fuel. So, nowadays, <laughs> 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 roughly, roughly. Who <laughs> do you get? Mm. That, that that red fuel you're yeah, so. uh, It's up four percent on the previous record, which was obviously pre-COVID. Um, the event itself has been running for nine years and it's raised over 30 million quid for mm. prostate cancer and mental health programs. Um, in that nine years, it has had over 400,000 riders from 114 different countries. 
which is quite yeah. staggering when you yeah. think about it. Do you know what I mean? It really it's, is. It's fantastic. And I always love the fact that they know that they're like 114 different countries. How do they know it's exactly 100? I, I, I take my hats off to the data analytics people. Yes, hats off. Hats off. Judge them. Thank you. Make your coin serve. Thank you. I take my hat off to you now. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The analysts. The analysts. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all for the data analysts. He's from yeah. a black country, is he? Yeah. He's from a black country. No, he is. Yeah. All right, me there. All right, me Excel. Me Word. Me Anthem. Me Pell. Me Paraguay. You know. Pretty sure it was just coffee I put in your cup. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. That was that. That was it. It was just a little snippet I'd read, and I thought it was that, just that, coffee. Really, it quick. was just coffee. But put in the special sugar. Special <laughs> sugar. Special sugar. <laughs> no, we didn't. Make no, that we didn't. Clear. No, we yeah, didn't. no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. No, no. Uh, so yeah, yeah, outstanding. Well done. Yeah, outriding. Hey, outriding. hey. Yeah, thank you. I didn't even mean it. I'm sure. No, I, my horn. I had my cup in my horn. Ah, I see. I mean, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next, we are back to um, um, electricity. We're gonna electricity. To the electric avenue together in electric dream. Yes, yeah, you can tell I'm a professional singer. Uh, the Norton Electric Bike Norton have unveiled plans to design and build an electric bike in the UK. Ooh. This is where we need a ah button. Yeah. Oh. I should be taking notes of all these buttons I need. Yeah, you could do, yeah. But quite good if you get a kind of Freddie Mercury one. Ah, that'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? You know, like a 20, mind, 20 part harmony. Ah, you know. Anyway, they want, I want to ride my bike to the car. I like to ride my bike. Ah. Anyway, they want to create an electric bike <laughs> that feels like a Norton performance bike. With the power and agility, but also build in enough range that touring on it is possible and not a pipe dream. A pipe dream. Pipe dream. Only need pipes because it's electric. It sounds like so a, dull, a pipeless dream. It sounds like a dull dream. Pipes. It's a, 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 pipe. Just dreaming about pipes. Aye, absolutely. I mean, sounds like something you get in your it's first year has been a plumber. Yeah, a pipe dream, isn't it? Aye. You know what I mean? Anyway, or as a uh, crack smoker, one or two. Anyway, working. <laughs> Uh, working with Delta Cosworth, who are a famous engine builder, um, for those petrol heads out there that remember yes. the old Cosworths, um, they have an electric powertrain division and those folks will be tackling the battery pack. WMG, University of Warwick, are also said to be on board looking at battery technology, modelling and tool chain development. That's another battery technology though, do you know what I mean? Mm. You know, they should, You know, I think a few... Podcast about we're talking about trying to standardise the batteries and making it a bit more compatible. Aye. But anyway, I suppose I suppose there's going to be like a, a, a right spider's web of batteries out there until they bring it back down to maybe back round to a few, or until mm. somebody makes that breakthrough that they go, oh my god, that battery's amazing because mm. it's smaller, it's more reliable, yeah. it's yeah. got a longer life. Yeah. You know I mean? Elon, if you're listening, stop but, trying to buy Twitter. And, Get your battery. Oh, he's chucked that idea. Right, that's, he's, that's, he's that's no, true. Aye, that's no right. Because he's lost a fortune in Bitcoin. Stop trying to uh, stop trying to fight off the lawsuit from Twitter and get back <laughs> on your battery, son. Um, there are four partners on board. So High Speed Limited, which are motor and inverter specialists, or as uh, an inverter specialist is actually a specialist inverter, or as a Stasilis Retarevene. No, that's, that's me trying to read inverter specials back, yes. Anyway, so... so no, it's not worth it. It's that, definitely no, not worth no. it. It's not worth it. There's Formaplex Technologies, um, which used to be Plex, but now they're Formaplex. No. 
thank you. Thank, thank you. Uh, former flagship, which was composite and carbon fiber specialists. There's M and I materials uh, looking at dielectric cooling, uh, which sounds cool. Dielectric cooling. Oh, that's it? pretty cool. You imagine you went in to John Lewis and they said, "Here's the new." Samsung fridge with dielectric cooling. You knew you were going to get a great oh, beer. You were uh, you going to get I, a belted beer at that, weren't you? Ah, yeah, I'm only funny. You would you just buy it. You, you would, would go you would, yeah, sold. So I'm taking. I'm taking that home. Can uh, I get it in the car? Yeah, diarrhea cooling. No, quite the same. Dielectric cooling. No, sounds good. Yeah. No, diarrhea cooling is welcome on the fridge. Welcome to good idea. Bad idea. idea. Samsung's new fridge with good idea. Samsung's new fridge with dielectric cooling. Yes. Bad idea. Samsung's new fridge with diarrhea cooling. There we go. Although, anyway. although a Samsung fridge that had to- a toilet roll holder in it for and the you just diarrhea put cooling your hand and you take it uh, freshly uh, cooled toilet roll. Oh yes, for I, the, yeah. those diarrhea moments <clears throat> would be phenomenal. So diarrhea wiper cooling. That's that's maybe slightly better. Yeah, I think that'd be quite good. You know, just sticking by the sticking by the pan, especially if you've been out for um, a ruby, a, a ruby Murray. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, which I was last night. Um, oh, and also I was in London. Did I mentioned I was in London. Um, I had a curry, <laughs> I had a curry at Brick Lane. Hang on, I had a beautiful curry at Brick Lane. Brick Lane, and the man was very impressed because I ordered vindaloo and uh, and ate it all. Anyway, nice. Uh, and the fourth other partner, as we digressed somewhat there, Indra Renewable Technologies, which are vehicle to. Home bi-directional charging experts. Yep. So that's like uh-huh. vehicle to home. So that's, I presume... So that's, that's two-way. So that means yeah. you can charge your house. Who's I? Because I, I was reading a thing about... A, and it wasn't a bike. It was a guy with an electric car who was charging his car up. Um, and then selling, and it, and back then selling the it back to the aye, grid. Aye. The day. Genius. Uh, legend. <laughs> um, this 30-month project is pro- called Project Zero Emission. And Norton are confident that they can, can eliminate... Can, what, can, what? I, can I just stop there a minute, right? Aye. Norton. They build... They, they used to build bikes called the Commander. Aye. Yeah, I mean, they had all these great names Aye. for bikes. And they've come up with Project Zero Emission. Mm-hmm. That's a fail in my book. You should have come up with some really... <sighs> yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. Project Zero Emission. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a bit obvious, really, isn't it? It's a bit... Yeah. However, we don't know what the names of the bikes are going to be yet. So good point. You know, so Project Zero Emission could give you the next um, zing bang bogger or something like that. Do you know what I mean? But a big tank to get that on it. A big tank. Aye. Oh no, hang on, a new tank. A tank. No, of course. You know, um, but that, but, but it could be a big storage area for all the tools when it breaks in. You know. Good point. Yep. Um, not that I'm saying it would break down, but just in case, yeah. Uh, always planning. You know, or when not and then can he? Going to receivership, you can't take them in to get them fixed. Oh, don't yeah. do that. Anyway, uh, no, no, we don't mean that. We like Norton's, we love Norton's. So, um, uh, so Norton are confident that they can eliminate the ongoing debate on conventional versus electric for motorbikes. They can basically say, nah, this is the future. And I have to say, you sent a, a thing about Virgin um, that oh. that just looks like the future. Oh. Anyway, the government's now. If I hadn't just bought, if I hadn't had bought a bike back in Aye. March. I would have, I'd have been tempted I mean, I, I, just to my, go. My, my finger was, my finger was hovering over that button for ages, going. Aye. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll sell everything. I'll even sell aye. a kidney. Folks, check out our social media because yeah. we follow them, and we've started sharing a couple of those little things because yes. they've started showing the bike actually. Out and it's, got, and it's got a three hundred. It's got a two hundred kilometre range. Three hundred kilometre range in the city. I know. And I was like, oh, it's got a thousand newton meters of torque. Thousand newton meters of <laughs> torque. You know, but forget that. 
the back wheel is straight out of Tron. Ah, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's yeah. Tron meets Star Wars. It's, it's just, straight out of Flynn's arcade. It's tremendous. It's beautiful. Anyway, sorry, Norton. No, sorry, Norton. We've got all excited about Norton and then just digressed to right, a completely Norton, different if manufacturer. If you're listening, me, dear electric bikes, they're Tron back wheel. They're Tron back wheel. Yes. And if you can get it to light up in black and yellow, and if you and we can do a Tron front wheel, black wheel, we'll yellow take light. Two. Yes. Right. The government's advanced propulsion centre has made twenty-five million pounds available towards a net zero automotive future. And some of that has gone towards this project. Maybe they could just take that twenty five million and give it to folk as a as a as a discount again. <laughs> Maybe try and get you enough electric vehicle, do you know what I mean? Rather than See that's what that's what gets on my nerves, right? Sell an arm. They, they've got all these I mean again, sorry not we're gonna digress. Um but they've they've set up this for and I'm sure this that that same propulsion centre mm-hmm. fund thing was what Triumph had used. We're going to talk about theirs. We're going to talk about theirs in a minute as well. Um, but again, if if there's such a big deal on cutting down on, yeah, you mean combustion engines, whether that be cars, buses, trip bikes, mm-hmm. whatever, why have you then cut the money to incentivise people to buy them, especially in this day and age, where you're two pound, two pound for a litre of petrol. Well, you're two pound for a litre of fuel. You know what I mean? Your energy prices are through the roof. It's like, come I on. <clears throat> I know. Europe, I think, in certain parts of Europe, depending on what you buy, you get 9,000 euros back for the government because you bought one. Mm-hmm. Or towards it, almost like a contribution. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, what do we get? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Hee-haw! Hee-haw! Anyway. Uh, there's no mock-ups or anything yet of the Norton bike. We were actually talking about a Norton electric bike, funnily enough. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, part, but, um, uh, but as soon as we have one, we will let you know. Let you know. We'll let, let you know. Let you know. Uh, cat time. Thank you, Michael. What was the guy uh, he was the guy who was also the teacher in Save for the Bell and the... Was he no Higgins? Higgins and, and Magnum, yeah. John... Aye, what was John, John Kip Voice. Aye, there you go. Any the answer, send them. Send them, yeah. Before we Google it. Knox will get some new armour. Knox, as we know, are well known for lightweight armoured clothing. Um, but they've recently launched the thinnest and lightest product yet, the new Micro Lock Compact. So they've got Micro Lock on the market at the minute, mm-hmm. right? And kind of pretty much everything. But they're bringing out this other, I think a couple of things have got it already. This new Micro Lock Compact armor, which improves on that existing Micro Lock product by using nature or natural structures as its inspiration, okay? So this new armour uses smart reactive technology, similar to the D3 kit, the D30 kit. Um, this The softer or the super soft material locks and becomes stiffer upon impact and then dissipates the forces, reducing the energy that obviously you need to absorb as the rider. Um, knocks are also using a system that they're cleverly marketing as the flex and adapt system. That, that sounds like some really crappy thing that you would have got as a motivational thing in work, doesn't it? <laughs> That's like a corporate thing, you know? Today we're going to look at a new way of working. We're calling it flex and adapt. Uh, it's, flex it's, and adapt. Right. It's, it's you, like, you, mean, whole... you mean just do what we're doing, but just rename it? Aye, that's it, flex Aye, and that's adapt. It, that's it. Like, here's hoping that's not what they're doing. Carry on. Yes, Carry on. but their flex and adapt system um, or design um, 
uses strategically placed cuts and wedges that are taken out of the armour um, at certain key points, which allows it to kind of bend and rotate and flex along with your actual joints when you're wearing the gear, which is quite clever. It's really bad. And the minute you say, the minute it says your rider, you know, flexes with the rider's joints, and I'm back to that picture of Como. <laughs> Rolling one of his bike, do you know what I mean? Well, going around a corner at two and a mile an hour. It's all right, I've got my Knox armor on, I can flex my joints. I can flex my joints. Knox <laughs> uh, says, Knox say this new honeycomb inspired design improves its product strength, durability, and breathability, as well as the ventilation. I thought breathability and ventilation was the same thing, but we'll not go there. Um, it's available in level one and level two. Of the CE standard EN1621, if any geeks out there are listening. Um, and it's already available in some of the newer Knox products that are in their seasonal, seasonless clothing collection. Um, seasonless? Seasonless, I know. I know. I mean, to me, seasonless is when you, you, when you went to your granny's and she, she, she allegedly made you a lasagna, but I forgot to put salt in it, you know? Seasonless. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, we're in one of these moods. We're, 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 we're really fault-picking tonight. Uh, yeah, uh, and it may be available in other partner <clears> ranges. <throat> I'm not fault-picking you. Seasonless year. is a great word. I'm just, it's just a play on no, it. Just, it just makes you go elsewhere. It just, that, it? Totally, absolutely. Certainly not go back to my guys for food. There wasn't any salt in it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There we go. So yes, so we'll have a look at that um, because I've, I've got a Knox, one of these under thingy urban doofers. That you can then put hoodies and things like that. Yeah, the, the I've got I've table. got a wee Dainese one, which is quite cool. That we have acquired from a particular person across the table from me. That's yeah, it's very nice. That's a great wee. I love it. Love it. Anyway, but uh, but I've looked at knock stuff. I like knock stuff. It's just aye, I just kind of go. What's the point of buying it when I've got the Dainese one? Aye, and the Dainese one's good gear. And that's aye. it's no. It's it's like Knox. It's not cheap stuff. No, so it's uh, pretty decent stuff. Uh, and the Dain. If you've ever been to the Dainese shop in Shoreditch, their flagship store in London, it's a great shop. Love it. That'd be near where the bike shed is, isn't it? It's near the bike shed, yeah. Moving on. Talking about the bike Oh, well, see, to be fair, <laughs> talking about the bike shed. Um, when, I, when I was driving back from London, my son decided to text me to say, Dad, just to let you know while you're driving back, I'm sitting in the bike shed having my dinner. See, now you know how it feels. Yes, I know. But he didn't send me 25 million pictures. So, no, he didn't. You know. Anyway, so, what have we got next? We're going back to electric again, aren't we? Electricity! Yes, yes this one's exciting, though. Uh, this is because uh, it is because it's it's getting so close now, isn't it? And it well, looks it looks lovely. But this is it looks this lovely. Yeah, I do like it. I do like it a lot. This is the Triumph TE one, and here's the latest news on the Triumph again TE one. Yeah, sounds like like one of the first iterations of a Terminator. I know, but 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 that's slightly better than Project Zero Mission. Oh, Project Zero yeah. Mission is TE one. It's in the game. Oh, no, it's just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's one It's in the ride. Aye. It's in the ride. Mm. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my turn. <laughs> aye, aye. It's so kind of Cracking on. For the ride. As we have talked about many a time here on Triumph, uh, on here, Triumph have been building an electric bike called the TE1. Now, back at the start of the year, phase three was finishing and they were moving on to phase four, funnily enough. <laughs> you know? Because if they'd yeah. moved on to the, if they'd moved back to phase two, I'd have been moved yeah. And if they'd gone on to phase 
Six. Yeah, sponge. Then you'd have been going, <laughs> space sponge, you'd have gone, they're just stopped for their tea. So, we'd just like to announce this morning, we've passed phase three, we're going straight to phase sponge. Yes. <laughs> and here's Victoria to do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, there we go. Um, do you remember back in the day, um, when you were at school, you get your career advice in, in secondary school, and they showed you a video of a character called Neville Sponge? No. You don't? No. No. So Neville Sponge, was Sponge wanted, yeah, it was talking about, uh, there was like a box of things and jobs you could look at and what you needed and things like that, right? But Neville Sponge, Sponge wanted to be a mastic asphalt spreader. So I think... Whoa, 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 whoa. Say that again. He wanted to be a what? A mastic asphalt spreader. Yeah, there we go. So, uh, because... That sounds like something that should be in air quotes. Air quotes, <laughs> you know. But, uh, so, and, and then he had this wee jingle and things. It was really I'll bad. Be, I'll be honest, it, it sounds 80s. like politically politically correct way of saying he was a bit of a yeah. ah, no well, <laughs> I will no. so he, he basically just liked the concept of laying roads do you know what I mean he wanted to work the roads and that but it was just uh, just because we said sponge it just reminded me of that the old, the old good old days you clearly went to a better school than me so <laughs> clearly no I clearly never got careers advice oh, I, I, that's just going to say maybe, maybe it's all be around actually yeah aye. you know maybe because in my school people expected to have careers maybe that's it I don't aye. know aye. <laughs> we, were, we were just happy to exist exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway so um, anyway we're not at phase four we're not at phase sponge we're not at phase echoes cake we're at phase four uh, so the end of phase four does bring us all the facts and figures from the TE1 but it also marks the end of this bike as a project it mm. <laughs> Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. It does look a bit like a speed triple RS, but it will not go into production. Oh, we had hot the bus. Hot what? Oh, what? I know. What? It was all looking so good. But it's not that. It's, it's fucking beautiful. It is gorgeous, right? <laughs> all right. So, um, we've, not, the, we're, um, we've definitely clicked the explicit button again have, this yeah. week. So, I'm just. Um, uh, it'll not get into production. Triumph's goal here was to use this as an educational project so that they can go off and build a new range of electric bikes. So, there is hope. Yep. So, before we all get too disappointed, let's see the final number. The final numbers. Anyway, uh, it's a 175 brake horsepower and 80 pound foot of torque. It's not a thousand though, Newton Mears. No. <laughs> No, no. But anyway, it's eighty pounds. There's only one bike there. That stupid. Yeah. It weighs two hundred and twenty kgs, so a similar weight to my uh, Sportster. Actually, that's twenty Sportster. Two hundred twenty-two or something. Like that, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's twenty-two heavier than a fully fueled Speed Triple RS, but has a not to eighty percent recharge time of twenty minutes. That is wow. almost bearable, isn't it? That's, that's that is doable. almost bearable. Not to 60 in 3.6 seconds. That's doable. That is doable. Try and say it will do 100 miles to a charge, and that is spirited riding. I like that. Yes, it is spirited riding. Sounds like we're back at the gentleman's, distinguished gentleman's ride. But that's like 100 miles of spirited riding. Uh, I, I mean, see, be honest, right? I told you about my sports. Again, really so, sorry, yeah. T.O., but that's uh, better than his MT10. Well, I, I felt when we finished the other night in the ride, I went to the garage, filled up my sports dress, and it said, you full tank, and you've, your range is 107 miles. 107 miles and, and we were only, full tank of fuel. Wow, I say we were, only, we were only spirited on the way there. No. We were... I was a wee bit more spirited. Aye, well, we, we, we couldn't we, be spirited on the way there because it was just... It was, oh, it was Granny Central, Jesus wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway. 
if, um, if MD's ever looking for a run in the west of Scotland, stay away from the coastal road between, between Greenock and Largs. Aye, it's just it's oh, horrific. Yeah, lovely road to look at, but but I can assure oh, you, the scenery you've got plenty of time to look. Scenery is tremendous, and we saw a Waverley, yeah. so right, which was just you know I mean. I mm-hmm. thought that was dunk already, but uh, no, go. no, it's still, still going strong. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so that's spirited riding on a road and motorway. So, it would, so if you drove more sensibly, but why would you with those numbers? Um, you probably get a bit more, a couple extra miles out of it. A couple, a couple I, extra. I think you get a bit. Uh, extra 30 maybe. Uh, maybe uh. Anyway, all those numbers were produced as Triumph and American double Daytona 200 winner Brandon Pash put the bike through its paces at the Alton Park track. Brandon says, I got to peg this thing all the way from 0 to 100% throttle and is unbelievably quick. It pulls like crazy. I think it would be a really nice motorcycle to ride in the street. So, that's a... Uh, that's, uh, you know, why are you not making this when people are saying this about it? Why are you not making it? So while the TE1 will never go into production, Triumph's chief product... Again, rubbing it in, uh, do you know what I mean? Cheers, cheers, Steve. Cheers, Steve. Uh, Triumph's, Triumph's chief product officer, Steve Sargent, has said, a lot of the guys who have been working on this project are now moving on to work on our production electric vehicles. That's where it's hiding. We already have bikes on the drawing board now that the guys are starting to develop. As a brand, we don't make utilitarian vehicles. We don't have a scooter to go down the shops on. It will be something that's triumph. It will be an electric triumph. Oh, for the bumps. For the e-ride. Just bumps. For the e-ride. <laughs> you can have that triumph. You can have that. You can have that one. E-ride. For the e-ride. And I'm only, I'll only charge you a TE1. <laughs> All right. All right, I'll only charge you. That bike. That bike. Aye. Aye. Um, as a side note, because we like a wee side note every now and again. Can it be a side note? Can it be a side note? No. Um, Triumph are also in discussions over a synthetic fuel as another alternative option. This comes about as Triumph um, are an engine supplier to Moto2 and there is a desire in the racing world to find an alternative. So it's another one to watch out for. So we'll keep a wee eye on the synthetic fuel stuff. Maybe there'll be chit-chat about that at some point. Aye. Um, maybe a bit of looking into that one. Yeah, aye, it'd be interesting. There you go. Maybe so, chat with our friend who has something to do with the our new acquired friend over at AMR. Oh, AMR, yes. And he obviously has a bit of, he does a bit of work with the super bikes yeah. for VZB. Cool. Um, nice. So he might be, he might not be, because a lot of stuff's kind of hush-hush and stuff like that. Yeah. So he did say that before when, I was, when we were talking, mm-hmm. that a lot of stuff he just cannot talk about because right. it's just top secret right now which I love the fact that there's it's like wrapping your it's like wrapping your brain in that triumph wallpaper stuff for the finally um finally it happened to me this is the musical the musical episode yeah Absolutely. By the way, just to make it perfectly clear, we have not been drinking, not been taking drugs. Nope. You know what I mean? We're not sleep deprived. We've had one cup of coffee. I did have two cans of Starbucks special shots before I came out. Oh, well, that might explain a lot then. You didn't tell me that. No. Or I'd have made yours decaf. I was going to say I make it decaf. I don't have That's decaf. Who keeps decaf coffee in the house? You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you who keeps decaf coffee in the house. Losers! <laughs> <laughs> And people that like to sleep at night. And folk that like to sleep at night, aye. aye. So which is not which you. Is sensible people. Aye, which is not you. Yeah. Uh, I rewatched the whole of the boys every single episode of every season. Oh, it's such a good programme. So amazing. It's such a good programme. Season three is just, just when you think it can't get any weirder. 
Yeah, you get Oh, hero. no, it gets yeah, weirder. You get hero gasm. And, you, <laughs> and, and you're like, that. what were they thinking? Who came up with this? Yeah, well, I've read all the comics, so oh, I know exactly I who came realize, up with it. I didn't realise it was a comic. Yeah, I'll bring, I'll chuck them over to you when I finish. I've got the, all the graphic novels, I'll send them over to you. Oh, have you? Yeah, I've oh, nice. and, and they're worse than the TV series. Oh, are they? Aye. Oh, superb. Yeah. Uh, so, given the fact that we're obviously going to talk about Lidge shortly, um, this yeah. is quite fitting that our last story tonight is all about a new helmet. Oh. Uh, it's about Tell me about your new helmet, though. Mm-hmm. Heed! Move! Uh, foresight Smart Helmet. Yeah, yep, heard it all before. Smart lids, yep, whatever. Heads up display, Jarvis in your helmet, never happens. Yeah. Well, maybe, just maybe. That sounds like an advert. That sounds like something, mm. maybe. Just, just maybe. maybe. You can go roller skating in your period. No, that's a different advert, isn't it? No, that's no, a different that's aye, that's that would have been aye, no. There was no maybe about that. No. They were doing it. They were doing it, aye, absolutely. And I'm going to be funny, but... And they were wearing white trousers. Aye, exactly. Uh, risky, anyway. A bit risky, do you know what I mean? Well, there's a joke there about I had one in for a week and still kind of roller skate, but I'm going to go there. A noisy startup company called Foresight, so that's F O R C I D E, back in 2019 call, created a helmet. They called it the Mark One, which is a good name for a helmet. That's better than zero emission, Project Zero. Yeah, emission, absolutely. Because right? not only does it sound cool, it purely states it's a first helmet. Exactly. You never forget your first helmet. You never forget your first helmet. That's what she said. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Take a while. Take a while. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> there's only a thousand of these made, um, and they were called the Founders Edition. Again, that's another quite a good name, actually. Yeah, but that's that's quite that's like in a crowdfunding thing, isn't that Founders uh, thing, isn't exactly. it? They do it a lot in brewing. Totally. And what? Brewing. In bre- oh, brewing. Mm. Uh, this helmet came with uh, Bluetooth-based comms, integrated camera, no cameras. Cameras. Integrated cameras. You put the helmet on the focus. Like, Sorry, big man. Sorry, just take it easy. Sorry. <laughs> they just hang about you. And breathe. Sorry, and breathe. Okay, and breathe. Okay. And relax. In with anger, out with love. <laughs> <laughs> Deep breath in through the nose. And, and exhale. LED visor. <laughs> clench. Yeah, have you remembered to put on your brown pants? Yes. Okay, That's so, right. Yes, integrated the uh, cameras then. Integrated cameras, camera. Yes, camera. Uh, LED visor, warning display, and a handlebar-mounted multifunction controller. So basically, a PlayStation in your helmet. It's a PlayStation yeah, in your helmet. Okay. And I know <laughs> we're all going to say, it. yeah, heard it all before. Believe it when I see it. Well, I was the same, and then started research on this helmet, and there's a video review of a. Checked in a few things wrong. Quickly, quickly, quickly uh, cleared my cleared my cookies. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? the yeah. uh, <clears throat> and found actually a couple of guys in the states who got one through the this Founders thing, yeah. edition, and those guys were just they were like a couple of kids on Christmas Day when they opened it and tested it, and they were absolutely loving this thing. They were raving about it. Right. Well, there's an updated version mm. and it's available to everyone. And in the UK, it's called the Mark 1S. Again, yep. genius. genius. Simple, but genius. Um, a lot of it is unchanged, okay? So you still got a carbon fibre shell, but now you get enhanced audium. Uh, audium. Audium. Uh, enhanced, audium. That's not even a typo, that's no, just a braino. A braino. Yeah. Uh, enhanced audio. A cheesy braino. A cheesy yeah. braino. 
enhanced audio system that pairs with your phone, allowing you to use all the functions of your device without lifting your hands off the handlebar. It comes with 40mm Harman Kardon speakers. Nice. Nice. Sorry. Nice. nice. Yep. Uh, integrated chin bar mounted Sony HD camera, which has a new lens on it and an extended battery life of seven hours. Again. Oh, I could have done with that the other night. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, and then it's party piece. It's an F1 inspired LED light bar warning system. Ooh. Which gives you warnings, notifications for your sat nav and a whole load more. And it's neatly tucked into the edge of the chin bar. Mm. So it's just in your field of vision, but doesn't actually obstruct your view. This lid is also ECE 2206 approved, which we'll come on to later yeah. when we talk about lids. Um, each one's custom made. Um, and orders can be taken now. So if you go to foresighthelmets.com, it's going to set you back about four, uh, 740 quid, right? Which actually is not the dearest helmet in the market, but it's certainly not well, the cheapest I mean, if helmet you, If you buy the Atlas Four, right, and you and you get the comms added into it, you're about 600 quid. Do you know what I mean? Aye, and then if you had to put a camera on it, so say you wanted to put a Ghost, Ghost XL uh, on it, which go. does about seven hours and whatever, there's another couple of hundred quid. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, it's not a million miles away. The thing, the thing that I think for me, for all of these types of things, is that when the camera technology or the audio technology moves on, you're left. Yes. You know, if yes. you could make these things modular, oh, that would just, I think that would be a different kettle that of fish. That might be the Mark IIs. That might be, yeah, that would be a game changer. Aye. Game changer. Yeah. Unless it's all software updatable. Well, yeah, but I mean, what I mean is, is like... But then you're never going to change, you're never the, gonna the, change the sensor. You're not going to change the sensor. The sensor the lens is uh -huh. And then but, your Bluetooth is going to be... Then, what's, you know, what's the latest Bluetooth? Bluetooth, was it 3 or Bluetooth 4 or something? No, no, 5 or something. Uh, like something anyway, like whatever that's right. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's like... And, and I suppose a lot of things, the Bluetooth and stuff, will still last for all many, 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 many years before it, you know. Because there's, there's, there's early Bluetooth... Bluetooth stuff, it still works, do you know what I mean? So. My first Freecom that I ever bought, when I bought my 125, which uh -huh. was, what, five <clears throat> years ago, six years ago, still works. Mm. Uh, so, I, I mean, so. but I just think for people who are wanting that camera to give them cinematic quality footage, or, do you know what I mean, for, for want of a better phrase, but you know, want something, you know um, that's when it becomes a lot of money for less flexibility. You know what I mean? Aye. And, and what you can upgrade. Aye, if you but, were buying that for if you were buying that for vlogging purposes, <clears throat> yeah. Note that you know I mean it might only do ten eighty P. I don't know what it does, right? It doesn't say, but it might only do ten eighty P. So it's no really designed for that. Mm -hmm. you know I mean you'd want it at two point seven or four K ideally. And even at that, at some point, that's going to be superseded. Yeah. Do you and know then, what I mean? And then, and then, because uh, when the bit rates, there were higher bit rates and better quality. Aye. Aye. So, so but, but still, you know. But if you were only having it on there as a purely as a safety measure, so that when you were out riding, if something was to happen and you had to have proof that it wasn't your fault, yeah, then quids and you've already right. got that built in there. But it definitely, I'd love to get my hands on one. You know what I mean? Before in the lottery this week, I'll just buy one. But I'd love to get my mm. hands on one. I'd love to see what the weight's like as well, because again, it doesn't. I don't it's, think it'll be particular. Albeit it's all carbon. I can't imagine with that light if it's got that kind of level of tech in it. I, I would imagine an old car, carbon helmet like that is probably going to be around about the 1400 gram mark. Mm -hmm. Then add in the speakers. Mm -hmm. 
then add in the camera. Mm-hmm. It's probably, I think you're probably looking at around the 1750 mark. Aye. Which again, depending on how the weight is, if all that weight is in the camera and it's tipped forward. Oh, that's going to be a right strain in your neck. After that's going to be a strain in your neck. But <clears> if it's quite light and it's distributed mm-hmm. around the rest of the helmet, mm-hmm. it might be all right. I don't know. And, 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 and I have to say, it, it, it's not... It's an all right looking helmet as well. That is, it's not to me, in my opinion. It's unassuming. It's unassuming, yeah. Uh-huh. So it, you're not paying for something really futuristic looking and flashy or garish. Or garish, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's the kind of it's the kind of helmet that would work on any type of bike you're now, on. I don't which know. Is quite nice. make, yeah, that's just a stock picture. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean whether you could then say actually I want it sprayed? I don't know. Yellow. Yeah. You mean with <clears> black <throat> hints? You mean up at? I don't know. I, I, I'm too scared to go on and actually configure my own. In case you hit the buy button. I hit the, oh, I'll just have that, thanks. Do you do pay over three months? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's becoming dangerous. Oh, Every I, time you look at something, it's like, do you want to pay over three months? Would you like to spread your payments? Well, oh, that makes it relatively affordable. Yes, uh-huh. Forget energy and fuel and that. I could just live on beans for the rest of the month. That's fine. That helps with the fuel problem. <laughs> so, hi, <laughs> <laughs> and I will look cool when I'm out in four months' time. Oh no, no, because the snow will be on. Exactly. But there you go. Yes. That's so, that news wise, that's good. Good. That was there. That was. Hello. It's now time for the news. Again, there's another button. We keep saying I'm going to get that out. Let's see. It's a uh, that now, was the news. Now that I'm doing it in audition, Aye. that could be. I mean, I could just take that out and do the news. Yeah, you could, couldn't you? I could just take that out, yeah. just, just thingy that, and do that, it up. do that, mate. Do that. Just, right. just take it out, just take it out, right. whip out your helmet, and take it out. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so the big question. It does lead us on to the big question, which uh, today is helmets. How big is your head? Heed! Move! There we go. Now, Hence why we've been using that, that button. Yep, bit we love it. Yep. We have covered a lot of things in our shows from clothing, bikes, security, rubber. Have we talked about bikes? Um, have we mentioned them? I don't know. Uh, we digress somewhat at times, you know. But we have never looked at each other's helmets. Uh, looked at helmets. Yep. So given the fact that we are in mid-swap to the new 2206 regulations, we thought, why not take a look? Why not have a wee look at... Helmets. The, the 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 one thing you have to have. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I mean everything else we've talked about and security well, and all that things. Say the one thing you have to have. You kind of have to have rubber and a bike. No, but I, you know what I mean. But, the, Aye, but, but legal the requirement. Legal requirement yes. to ride a bike. You is the one thing you have to have as a helmet. You can yes. be in your shorts. You can no gloves. All that kind of stuff. But you have to have a helmet on, right? I was going to say. Aye. And even in places like California, you know, now, most places now have a helmet policy. You know, there's very few places I think now that you can't ride about without a helmet. Interesting fact um, was that if you look at the Sons of Anarchy TV series, yes, um, the thingy crows, whatever they're called, right? S crows, whatever it is, isn't it? Um, Sam Crow. Sam Crow. Aye, whatever it is. Um, I can never remember these things. <laughs> Details. You know, it's guys and bikes hunting folk. Right. So, but um, yet you remember Monkey Island. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, that, that's, that, that was at a pivotal moment in my upbringing. So um, uh, you'll notice that it's M14 now. You see, for such a big tough biker gang that don't care about things, they all wear helmets. 
But if you look at the helmet they wear, it's the minimum possible requirement. They oh, have it's to those wear. little half, little, little half, half, half thingy helmets yeah. that are. And the, the reason they've done that is because it's so that they don't, you know, the detail in the TV series is that they wear them because that's what gangs would wear to stop police from just randomly pulling over because they're not wearing a helmet in yes. California. And yeah. those little half helmets, uh-huh. for all we don't cover them here, mm-hmm. this might explain why this is the bare minimum. Now, uh-huh. they are DOT certified, uh-huh. but this might make a bit of sense as to why we don't have them here because uh-huh. obviously DOT we don't do in the UK. Yes. So, for our American cousins only, mm-hmm. good lead in. DOT, Department of Transportation is one of those standards. Okay, so we're talking about standards. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about standards. We'll talk about some other bits, and then we'll talk about helmets. Okay. Yep. So get your standards out <laughs> for the boys. Yeah. Uh, the actual dot standard is actually FMVSS two one eight, which is the Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standard. It was created in nineteen seventy four, and it has never been updated. I was created in nineteen seventy three, and I've updated myself many times. <laughs> <laughs> This allows manufacturers to sell helmets under the honour code, meaning that they can be sold to the public as long as the dot or the Department of Transport gets in some to actually test them. Okay, and that's interesting, right? And I digress slightly, but that's yes. why it's very hard to get vintage European cars in America if they haven't. But if they weren't originally brought out in America at the yes. time, like really old Rolls Royces and things, yes. because if you want to bring one into America, you have to bring one in for them to crash. Aye. <laughs> you know, so that's why. Aye, yeah, it's I, I remember reading that years ago. I thought it was fascinating. Anyway, carry on. There's three elements to the dot test, right? So mm-hmm. obviously, obviously, all the standard agencies or all the standard certifications take helmets and they test them. And they test them for different things depending on who you test them. We'll go through them all. Dot have three tests. They have the impact attenuation test. So basically, the helmet is impacted twice using, I think, use a flat anvil and a round anvil at four key impact sites to test if the helmet can still function after any impact. All right. Eyes and no break apart. Aye, totally. It's just no brittle. Test two and behave yourself. The penetration test. Oh, <laughs> a big pointy thing weighing. Six pounds and ten ounces is dropped from 118 inches onto various spots in the helmet. It's very specific, isn't it? It's totally specific. Six and pounds way, and ten ounces and, and 118 inches. I would love to know why. And dot is the this, is the least weight to get into the rest of them. Huh? Then there's <clears> the retention <throat> strap test. This is where they test at 50 pounds and they pull it to 300 pounds right. okay to ensure that the it, it doesn't elongate bit, or bit, break the, or the two horses in, on the back of the levi strauss badge pretty much aye that's exactly it um, if you don't know if you look in the back and you've got levi's on have a look it's the pictures two horses pulling a pair of jeans to see if they pull them apart is that they, they did that they tested of it yeah, yeah there you go yeah. so that's essentially what they're doing hmm? i don't know if they're still using horses today or whether no. they've got a machine today but i would i would go with a machine <laughs> option thing by the way and just for point of reference okay mm-hmm. If I digress into what, what, if anyone's listening, a kind of Fife-based accent, oh, eh? it's because I've been binge listening this week to a new podcast, right? Oh. Which is MCN, <clears throat> which is not the Motorcycle News. It's a podcast called Making Ten Nuts, and it's four guys that are off of that 
Honest to God, you should listen to it. It's, it's the same level of tripe that we talk oh, about. Oh, brilliant. I it's not like doing motorcycles, right? But they talk about anything, but they, they go into some weird stuff that you and I kind of would digress into. Excellent. It's really quite good. So I shall pop that onto my podcast list. If anyone's listening that wants a non motorcycle podcast yeah. related to check out Making Ten Nuts. It's on BBC Sounds. Cool. Thing. Very well worth us. Nice. The only other thing that the DOT test for is peripheral vision. So the peripheral vision on a DOT certified helmet has to be a minimum of 105 degrees from centre. All right, cool. If you can pass all of those, helmet's good to sell. Right. Right? That's your DOT. So that's why these little half helmets, Mm -hmm. it's a no-brainer. That's why they get DOT certified and you can, by the way, I have seen guys riding them here and I think, How? Have you not been pulled out yet? I know. Just yeah. how have you not been pulled out yet? I, I've got I, I have a friend. I mean, got one of them out in his hog, and, and where's that? And I'll go. How'd you get away with it? How'd you get away? And he, and he and he works for the constabulary. Do you know what I mean? Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, there may be a loophole then that we don't know about. I don't know. Unless, unless yeah, that or he's un- just. Unless it's just them, like, you know, it's, it is actually a minimum standard, you know? But DOT's not recognised, I don't think, in this country. No, but you know how, I'd be interested to know. I must, I must speak to him um, and ask Unless him it's one. a vintage one and it's past, like, an older oh, version. yeah, of it. could he, be vintage. I, well, I, I mean, it will be vintage probably, do you know what I mean? He's an, I, old, he's an old guy, you know. So, so if it's past, maybe an old. He, pro- he probably had it back in the sixties. Uh, I don't know. He might. Uh, mm. Sorry, can't even age. You know what I mean? Aye, it may have been it, it, it past an old standard. But honestly, he's probably retired now. To be fair, but um, but I used to used to when I when I worked for the constabulary, he used to rock up with us <laughs> to the headquarters. Do you know what I mean? And he's. It's Honda Shadow or something, I think it was. Oh, nice. Anyway, I digress somewhat, yeah? Yes. So there you go, that was Dot. Yeah, there you go. Next up is Snell, and I want to go, Snell, 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 but I don't, because it's Snell, S-N-E-L-L. S-N-E-L-L. Yeah, not Snell. So the Snell Memorial Foundation is a non-profit organisation, and it was established in 1957. Hardest test pass, however, it is voluntary, and manufacturers need to pay a premium to have obtained certification pointless fact well it's not yes. pointless fact I'm sure Snell it was named after a guy who was killed in a motor what was it car motor oh, right, so like accident or something and it was set up and named after and him I'm sure. as a can't remember exactly who I, I should have probably but it's, it's, it's the hardest test but it is voluntary yes. but I presume then if you've got the Snell test and the current standard is M2020 Yes. Up to M2020, um, uh, and they update it every five years. If you've got that in your helmet, then people know you're you're buying, you know, a level. Of, you're buying a Volvo helmet. Yes, yeah, you know what I mean? a Volvo helmet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, although it doesn't come with the Barbara Whaleys and the Christaberg series, so it's fine. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> you know. Anyway, Snell certification is made up of the following. There's number one, there's an impact test where the helmet is dropped in a guided fall, guided fall onto a number of anvils to simulate different impact surfaces. A metal head is inside the helmet to measure the G-forces. The helmet is rejected if a threshold is exceeded, which is around 260 to 300 Gs. Wow. 
It's a lot of G's, man. It's a lot of G's. Yeah, but probably um, in relation to the movement in the head, it's probably it doesn't. You know, when you think of ten G's and you think I'm passing out in Maverick, you know, but it, mm. it's it's it will be different when it's at that smaller microscopic scale. I would imagine I'm no scientist. I'm no I'm no physicist. So why are you wearing that white lab coat? Exactly. Don't tell me that. Well, because because I was. See, I'm wearing a five. Uh, there it goes, <laughs> aye. Because I've just got my Volvo. And uh, so, um, next second, the next um, test is positional stability or the roll-off test. The helmet's placed onto a fake head. I'm so glad they're doing fake heads and no real heads. Because imagine it failed. Well, it's one way. What a wallop was wanting about it. It'd be one way to cut doing the old. Uh, yeah. Population in prison. I've went again. You've went there. You've also you've got an incredibly right wing there. I mean, totally. Have you met fascist dads? Have you? I'm getting that in a t-shirt. Fascist dads. So the positional stability roll-off test. The helmet's placed onto a fake head and faces downward at 135 degrees, another specific angle. A rope with a four kilogram weight is attached. The weight. Four kilograms, that is approximately four bags of sugar. Um, the weight is slid up the rope and dropped, and it's to determine if a helmet would roll off your head. So I presume it's at that angle, so they kind of flips it's it forward. Co- it's, it, they make it sound like a really complex test, right. right? But see if you actually go and watch, the, you can go and watch these tests being performed online, right? right? And it's actually a very simple test. Mm-hmm. It's really just to make sure that the helmet doesn't... Roll off your head. Roll off your head. That makes sense. But it's such a, as you say, everything's such so precise. Yeah, they make it sound overly complex, and it actually is. And then number three is the dynamic retention test, which sounds quite cool, doesn't it? A dynamic retention. That maybe that just sounds like a procedure you've got because you're a bit loose. I don't know. Anyway, this test is chin strap. So by applying a constant twenty-three kilogram weight. Why don't you make it 25? I know. But it's a constant 23 kilogram weight, possibly because it's simulating the amount of luggage you can get in a Jet 2 flight. So by applying a constant 23 kilogram weight, followed by a 38 kilogram abrupt weight, um, which uh, the the weight falls to generate load, yeah, it tests the strength of the fastening mechanism. A thirty-eight kilo- clip work. A thirty-eight kilogram abrupt weight sounds like something you just didn't make it quite to the toilet in time for. I was going to say something. Or somebody says to you, you know, like there's all these you there's all these phrases for going to the toilet. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So you know, so you've got like I'm I'm, I'm doing a dump. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm dropping I'm, the kids off. I'm at dropping the pool. kids off at the pool. Yeah. yeah. I'm sending 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 you to a friend to the coast. That kind of thing. Do you I'm know what I mean? I'm sending a fax to Shield Hall. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, one of my um, favourites at the moment is uh, uh, I'm doing my second album, the difficult second album, when you've had to go again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's brilliant, right? Love that one. <laughs> well, you alright in there? Um, it's my second album. It's my second. It's a difficult second album. You know what I mean? Been in a while. So you know. <laughs> so, one of my favourites at the moment, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, what were we talking about here? Um, Abruptly. <laughs> Abruptly. <laughs> 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 This could be the first time we've lost it on, on, on the podcast. Apologies, listeners. Apologies. Darren can't control himself. He's so unprofessional. So unprofessional. I'm keeping it together here just. Anyway, so it, it tests, so it tests, it does, it tests the strength of your clip, right? There we go. I can't so. see. 
Here we go. So yes. So uh, now you, now, um, we <laughs> There we go. So um, if you're listening in the bus, and they were just keeping us on, we'll just keep us on. This is the blooper reel. Right, the difficult second album, Blooper Reel. So that's what you can call the podcast, the difficult second album. <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, yes. uh, so uh, so that's the dynamic retention test, all right? Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just a in here for uh, 10 minutes to do a dynamic retention test. I'll get five minutes when I come out. So, uh, no, wait, there's, there's umpteen tests. There's not just three here. Yeah, but I can see why it's the toughest test. Right. There's a chin bar rigidity test, which is a five kilogram drop onto your chin bar, you know, which unfortunately for these poor fake heads is terrible when it's an open face helmet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they go through a lot of heads when they're testing open face helmets. So they've got the shell penetration test. So like dot, it's a three kilogram pointy metal thing dropped onto points in the lid. There's the face shield penetration test. This one is cool. They, they fire a... F- is that, what is it? A pellet? A pellet? A pellet. A steel pellet. A steel pellet. A pellet. I was like... Well, uh, first of all, I was like... propeller. Is it, does, he, does, he, does he mean peeler? And then I'm going, why would they chuck a potato peeler? <laughs> I'm more about him. They throw a Cessna at it if it breaks. It's a steel pellet. They fire a steel pellet at a speed of 500 kilometres per hour. At the visor to ensure that it doesn't break. Five hundred kilometers. That, that's, that's, that's that's fast, isn't it? Aye. There's a there's a there's quite a good. First, I think we've talked about your first album. That's your first album, man. <laughs> so uh, that's the that's the one that kind of ran off in the charts. But um, I think for me, uh, there's a great um, Fortnite thing that did a helmet test thing, uh, but he bought like the cheapest helmet on Amazon and did a, did that test on it and and. Did a, and he was just using like a, um, an airsoft gun or something. Do you know what I mean? Uh, not a not a fire. And, and it just went, it just went right through the visor, <laughs> destroyed it. You know, it's like a twenty aye. pound, what a you, twenty five dollar nine millimeter. You know, uh, what were you using? I was using a tickle stick. Um, Forty four Colt Magnum. Yeah, they've got, th- they've got three <laughs> more tests before we finish. And um, there's the flame resistance test and a blowtorch at 790 degrees centigrade. I'm assuming that's probably just because blowtorches are at 790 rather than why it's 790. Um, it's blasted the shell, trim, chin, strap and face shield <coughs> and other um, that the obvious in the interior liner must not exceed 70 degrees centigrade. Yeah, when that's getting blasted at it. The frontal head restraint test. And this test is to measure the load on the tethers of your helmet. Um Terminals, so again, it's usually found, um, usually only found in race helmets, yeah? Do you, can you explain that a bit further for me? Because I don't really know what that means. What bit's that? The helmet is an, an M6, six terminals. Is that restraint things or something, or? The front head. What, any ideas? Well, we just go online. Go online, no, look I at think, it, folks. I think there's certain, I think there's certain points, like, for... Uh, race helmets Right So if you're putting A neck brace thing on Ah right cool, certain cool. points Where you tether the neck brace right. So that's not that's, that's not a thing That they would necessarily Do on a motorbike helmet Don't think no, so right. no. cool. Either that or That's something That's in the The, the next The FIM test oh, Which cool. is the motorsport mob Right Chin bar impact test It's an impact test Just for the chin bar Very similar to the first test Yep there we go So that is Your schnell uh, your snail tests and uh, if you want to go to www.smf that's Sierra Mike Voxtrot 
Org, um, there are little videos showing you the tests being carried out. And I would suggest you do that purely because we, we made an absolute mockery of that it, by, yeah. by, by digressing to the second, the second album. Second album. <laughs> so, um, if you I genuinely was worried there that we were having to stop. I know, I know, but we've but, 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 but pushed through. Yes! yes. So, um, uh, but I, uh, so if you've got a wee test fetish, that's probably a good wee what website to go on yes. to. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. It's go quite interesting. Yeah. Right, go for this one and please tell me what it is in a dodgy European accent. Uh, the FIM, so this is the Federation Internationale de Motorcyclism. Did I say that when you're sober? It's the Federation of International Motorcycles. Motorcyclists. Mm. Right. Yes. <clears throat> this is the standard that bike motorsport helmets need to comply to. Um, not only that... They actually they test more than helmets. They test light panels, barriers, paint, everything to do with motorsports. Uh, basically right? anything. So, anything. In order to be considered for FIM tests on your helmet, you need a few. You need you need to meet certain criteria in order to be eligible to yeah. get the FIM kind of seal of approval. So you need to have ECE twenty two hundred five, mm-hmm. which is the current European one, Type P or Snell. M2015. Right. So if as long as you've got those and it's a type 2 full-faced helmet, mm-hmm. then you're fine. And by type 2, they mean that the bottom, the chin guard and that can't be removed. You can't take it off. It doesn't flip. Ah, it's just it's a, a proper f- full-faced full. helmet. Okay. Um, And the retention strap has to be a double D-ring. Okay. Yep. If you meet all that, happy days. You can go on and you can get the uh, FIM test. Okay. Um, hang on, my notes have jumped. It's not. It's, it's. 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 There's not a much information about the FIM test, though. No, it's like the secret. It's like the Aye. secret society. Aye, there's there's right. not that much there. Um, mm. But here's what we. Here's what I could find out. Okay, three tests, which doesn't seem like a lot, but you mean there's quite a bit in them. So the linear impact test. So this is the helmet response to. Very high and medium low level linear impacts. So 13 out of 22 pre-established locations over a helmet. And each of those are tested three times. Three different helmets? Aye. There's the oblique impact. So this is medium severity oblique impact to test the protection against rotational acceleration or critical rotational acceleration okay how much it spins your neck around all that stuff and exactly <clears throat> um and they test that they do two samples of that so they test two helmets yeah then there's the penetration test which is the same as everyone else pointy thing pointy thing blah 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 from two meters two meters so it's funny how they all do the pointy test but they all do it for different heights it's, yeah. it's weird and ECE I think <clears throat> do it even different again mm. it's bizarre usually there's ten samples that they test um, but they also test apparently other things such as storage and what that does to condition of the helmet and all this kind oh, of stuff. Cool, so yeah. they do yeah. a lot of that other stuff. But again, there's not a lot on it. Right. Um, and if you but if you do pass it, you get what they call the hologram. So you get the FM. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that in some like of that, the articles talking about it. Yeah. Which means you can properly race in it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Which is quite cool. Um, nice. But yeah, their their site. Gets you a lot of nice, interesting stuff. So say, you, aye. so say you rock up to Knock Hill or something like that to do a bike day, a track day, do you have to have an FIM helmet? I don't think you have to have a, no. No. I think it just needs to comply. If you, got, aye. if you were going to compete, 
you would probably need a track helmet. I right, right, cool. Okay. I just want to have them choose. Uh, you, no, if you, I think if you're going to compete in an official thing, you would probably need an FIM. And to be honest, <clears> if you're <throat> going to compete in any kind of motorsport, you mean you, you daft no to spend aye. the money and buy, you mean, a proper FI, uh, a proper film hologrammed helmet anyway. So, so you probably wouldn't get away with those wee helmets they wear in Sons of Anarchy then? No. No. Okay, just check. Not even as a marshal. No. Would you get away with one of them? Not even to fill with water and put it down for your dog while you're on the track. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so lastly, the one we've been talking a wee bit about, which is the one in Europe, which we almost adhere to, and is it going to stay that way with Brexit? Who knows? Political statement, political statement. Oh. Um, whoa, whoa, warning, warning. <laughs> um, uh, there's the ECE 2205. Yeah, and the ECE 2205 is the Economic Commission of Europe uh, which is what ECE stands for. Uh, it was updated in 2002 and is the world's most recognised standard. Regulation go. 22 was established in 1972 and update 2202 came in 1982. There's a lot of twos in here. There's a lot of twos. But obviously, regulation, the 22 is a regulation and then obviously the next two numbers are your version of the regulations, isn't it? Yes. So it stayed this way for about 23 years and then in 2005, the current ECE 2205 came into play and this is now nearly 18 years old. Technology has gone way beyond in the last 18 years. Oh, totally. You know, anyway, so next year, 2023, sees the introduction of 2206 as the default standard and all newly designed helmets will need to meet the testing criteria before being sold to the public. So 2205 tested all the usual things such as initial impact, rigidity, friction, chin strap strength and retention. And we all know by this point what is involved in those. But let's look forward to 2206 letters go into the future <laughs> it's not that exciting really is it I and mean I've, I've really bigged that up there aye, and, you, know? and, and there's, you can buy 2206 helmets now aye, exactly so um, anyway impact test uh, is one from a height of 7.5 metres and one lower height of 5.5 metres so, tested at 5 key points like in 2205 but then a further 3 points are randomly selected from a choice of 12 so that's a bit more like the would you call it a test um, the FIM test. Fim. I mean, aye, aye. They, they went, right, well, here's the basic ones we need to test, but let's test a Let's test some bits and bobs. Bit There's another drop test being introduced on a 45 degree anvil with sandpaper attached. This is to test the reduction of rotational forces. Oh, so that'll be to catch the, Ca the I, helmet. I, as in, it. when your head skates on the tarmac. Aye. That's fine. Much. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do by doing that, but I forget on podcasts that motion of me doing that with my hand uh, doesn't was, translate. It, it doesn't translate very well. Aye, no. uh, it, it looked like he was um, like a, geri a geriatric DJ trying to spin a disc there. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. This is quite interesting. Any cracked lid will be tested again for rigidity. You know, because I would assume... Oh, so, if it, so if it cracks in there... They're going to test it, it to see if it's still safe to, to wear still... or continue on. And I'm, I think, I think uh, it's going to have to be safe enough to aye. to still have rigidity to get to get, get you home. Maybe I don't know. Aye. But... Or to simulate multiple impact. Oh, aye. good point. Yeah. Visors are shot with a steel ball at sixty meters per second, the equivalent of a stone at one hundred and thirty miles per hour. But not that anybody would ever ride at that speed because we are no. safe law-abiding citizens. Nationals! <laughs> Drop-down visors are tested for impact um, on peripheral vision. And also going forward, dark visors will be legal. So dig out your track-only visors. 20% light transmission. Yeah, that's it. And ride into walls. Aye, because right now I think there's a, there is... Well, right now I say... I mean, it was a case of you couldn't wear... But obviously my, would you call it, I bought the Iridium Blue. 
high-fives from a Captain America helmet. And then it wasn't until I went out and I had a ride in it and then come back and I was like, oh my God, it was cool as hell. Uh, and then was reading up and it was like, this visor's track only. And I'm going, ooh. Oops. Yeah. But I've seen, I mean, and I've seen people lately driving with really dark visors and I'm going, there's no way that's what you call it. Even some of the YouTubers are driving with really dark uh, visors. But that's obviously changing because obviously this is coming in, so. Yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because uh, you, can, you can have a clear visor and really dark sunglasses and nobody does anything. Nobody batters an eyelid. Yeah. And to be honest, right, if it's really, really sunny, I'd rather have a 70% dark visor than have a clear visor and be struggling to see because of my drop down's only 30%. Aye, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Um, flip helmets will now need to lock in the up and the close position. And it'll also be tested both open and closed so that it's certified in both and not just in the closed. That's interesting. Aye, that's interesting because like, some modulars don't lock into no. position. I know you've got the roof, which goes Aye, right back. Which goes right back. And I've got the shark. But right I, don't back, the roof, but I don't think the roof actually locks right back. I think it just goes right back. I can't mind if it locks because I don't seem to remember having to unlock it to bring it back forward again. I know the shark one does, my evil does. Mm -hmm. it, I'll it check it when I go home. Actually, that's a good point. I'll check it when I go home. Um, uh, if Bluetooth communication... <laughs> that was my difficult second album. If Bluetooth <laughs> communication kits are offered with the helmet, the helmet will be required to pass testing with and without it installed. So Rurock, for instance, you'd have to test one with and without the, uh, the, the comm system in it. Yeah. Which I think they did. Aye. I think the Atlas Force 2206. I think it is, yeah. I think it is. So there you go. I think we talked about that in the, in the unboxing. Did, yeah. All in all, it's an improvement in the old 2205 standards. Now, before there is a heat wave like panic, your old helmet is still good. Right? <laughs> and it's still a heat wave. I like that. Yeah. That's topical because, topical anyone, because that's, anyone that's not in the UK that's listening to this would know that obviously the week of us recording this, which is like the. Middle week in July, July. we had, we had two three day, days, two, three, uh, two, two, days, two and a half really. days of, of, of it being a bit warm. Uh, a bit warm, uh, aye. Mm. Some parts of the UK were at 40 degrees, two, 42 uh, degrees or something. And the whole, and the whole of the whole of um, <laughs> national media went crazy. Oh, it was like how many, the how many, like the end of days, how many pointless people did they get on to discuss what they should do in the heat? So much so that people were freaking out and saying, What are you asking? What's this person giving you advice in the heat for? You know, they, I know. It's, it's anyway, anyway, sorry, on wrong advice. Anyway, anyway, so before there's a heat wave like panic, woo, your helmet is still a good helmet and still road legal. It just means as of next year, any new updates to lids will need to be 2206 compliant. Examples uh, at the start of this year, you could purchase a shoe buff C4 helmet, a great modular helmet. I think it's the ones the cop shoes. Yeah. I guess, uh. Later on this year, you will probably still get the odd size of C4 in a shop, but the new C5 will be available and it is. 2206 stamped. It's actually out. Is it? I, oh, noticed, it? I noticed that. Uh, Both are still super safe helmets. Just the C5 has a bit more testing done as standard. So there's the standards. It's quite a lot. It's quite a lot to take on. So mean, I'd imagine by this point people are... I think the basic one is is just, if you're in the UK, buy a helmet that's at ECE least... Yeah, you can't buy a helmet that's not ECE, te ECE tested. Yeah. All right. But if you want real protection, yeah. look for the snail or look for the and, FIM. And I, and I think, well, what's quite quite good to remember is that the if you see a cheap helmet and it looks too good to be true, they're probably lying about the standard because there's I, an awful lot of testing that I, needs done. You know, it goes through a lot of testing to be properly safe. So Exactly. And I think that's pretty much what that 
Fortnite thing basically said was there's no way that is actually meeting the standards that it's Aye, allegedly no, no, no totally not <laughs> uh, before we go into helmets let's talk about helmet technology yeah because there's a couple of things that we've talked about lately that are worth just covering because a lot of this might appear as we talk about actual helmets mm-hmm. so there's loads of acronyms and bespoke copyright names and stuff like that out there for some of the tech that goes into helmets these days we'll not cover them all but nope. let's look at a couple of the key ones so first one is a big one that's MIPS which is multi-directional impact protection okay it's a system by Bell that's designed and tested to reduce that rotational acceleration oh. so there's a big thing on rotational acceleration <clears throat> okay because that's where they think a lot of the brain damage and stuff comes from in terms of when you have impacts by the way on a side note the Snell Foundation William Pete, I'm doing that in inverted quotes because that must have been his kind of nickname. Snell actually died in an amateur motorsport race right. through brain injury. Ah, right. And so that's, that's where the Snell right. thing came from. Right. Just, so, I just checked, why it's so extensive? I just yeah. checked it before I had an absolute fit of <clears throat> complete yeah. hysterias. Hysterias? Hysterias, yeah. Hysterias. Um, so, yeah, um, and that rotational acceleration does cause high levels of strain on brain tissue. The MIPS system uses the interior on a kind of slip plane so it actually again i'm doing that for your benefit yep. i'm not doing that for the listeners benefit because no. they can't they see can't it see it. um it was it was it was um it was grinding his hand into his palm like a <laughs> like a bond villain, like a bond villain. <laughs> um it's on a slip plane so it rotates inside the lid and that reduces the amount of energy that's transferred to the head this should re- reduce the risk of, uh, of brain injury. Yep. Other manufacturers have different ways to try and reduce these forces from gels to impact foams, but MIPS seems to be the most effective based on the tests that have been carried out so far. Yeah. That technology is probably going to evolve even further as we go forward. Possible, yeah. But Bell seem to have this one. This even obviously we can see it on screen, but they've they've done a they sh- they've showed you like an MRI of the brain that's impacted with and without MIPS. With and without MIPS. And you can actually see mm-hmm. the, 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 the heat pattern. I mean, where there's there's potential damage. So it's, that's quite, you kind of go, wow, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When you look at that. So, yes. So, if, if, so if, uh, if you've been involved in an accident with MIPS, then you're less likely to buy a Kawasaki Versus than, than if you've not got MIPS in your helmet. Is that what you're saying? Aye. Aye. Aye, I took a while to think <laughs> what you meant by that, but I, I, I get what you I'm, mean. I, I'm so bad about that. I, I, it was, just, I, I, that was a real cheap <clears> dig. <throat> that was a real. That was that was way. Kawasaki, if you're listening, yeah, you know Kawasaki. I'm like, you know, I'm like, it's just, and we'll happily take a weekend tour of the NC500 on Kawasaki versus if to, you're supplying. Yeah, if you're supplying, them, we'll, to prove prove to me that they're, and then we'll they're, eat humble pie. We will. Um, and next we've got the EQRS, which is the Emergency Quick Release System. Everyone should be aware of this one as it's becoming more standard. This system allows emergency services to safely remove all the cheek padding from your helmet while your head is still in there, making it easier and potentially less dangerous to remove your helmet in the event of an accident. Touch wood. And you tend to see them, we read tags on the things that you just pull up. Ah, yeah. and I think it just basically rips them because you're never using that helmet again anyway, so it just yep. rips it all out, doesn't it? Doesn't. Um, uh, so um, the D30 AMP, so D30, I presume that will be the old soft but goes hard stuff from the D30s, isn't it? Aye, yeah. aye, aye. But, D30 but, but rather than being on your shoulders or your or your elbows or your back panel, it's in the helmet itself. Uh, we did talk about it a couple of episodes ago, and this is the, the liner that is designed to reduce any impacts, but in particular, the low-level impacts. 
So it's like a seatbelt for your noggin. Yeah, the non-Newtonian mo- molecules, non-Newtonian, I love that, non-Newtonian molecules, it lock and harden, which make energy dispersion much more efficient. It's, it's very Bill Nye science guy. Isn't it is, it? yeah. It's, if, you want, if you would like to know how non-Newtonian works, non-Newtonian, just get yourself some water and some corn flour. Aye. And put your cornflour into your water, and then if you go and pop your hand into it slowly, your hand will go into the water. But if you punch it, it will go all stiff, and it will not let you punch through the liquid. And that's, that's a non-Newtonian material. Yeah. Another cool thing you do, and it happened in an episode of The Big Bang Theory, is if you cover one of your speakers with like cling film or something, and then put the non-Newtonian liquid in and then turn up the bass, it starts jumping about in big balls, and that is really cool. Oh, is it? Ah, it's really cool, yeah, yeah. I might try YouTube that. that. YouTube that. I might try that. Non-Newtonian liquid. YouTube it. YouTube it. Date I'm it. Uh, go for it. Here we go. Uh, and then last up before we jump on the helmets, um, it used to be you were told if you dropped your helmet, even for a couple of feet, that mm-hmm. was it. You should replace it. It's you know, I mean, don't risk it. Blah blah blah. Given the price of lids these days, right? That's uh, that could be an expensive mistake. <clears> right? yeah. You imagine you've just bought a a Rurok Atlas Four, the Batman edition. Top of the line, with your intercoms not in it, and you drop it Aye. for like a couple of feet, or even just after the seat of the bike, and then and you, you mean everybody before and I don't say in the old days, but you were always kind of taught if you drop it for that, that's it done. Yeah, right, that's right. And depending on the way that lands, mm, mm. that's it done. However, welcome to twenty twenty. Okay, if there's any dubiety over the structural integrity, you can now actually have it professionally checked up. So. There's a company called the Helmet Inspection Company, okay? They use lasers and holograms to inspect your helmet for any defect or compromises in its construction. They establish a baseline and then they apply about three degrees of heat to that helmet and then they re-inspect it and they can actually see the heat dissipating out where there's any imperfections in the helmet. Right, all right, cool. Really, really clever. The, the method they, they call, they call it shirography. That's the, that's the method that they call they call it shirography. Very very clever. Um, the inspection costs forty quid. Forty quid. If you bought a five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand pound helmet and you drop it, even just after the chair in the house, you mean any any qualms at all? Yeah, forty pound, and you've probably saved yourself a fortune. Um, Check out the guy's page. It's www.helmetinspection.co.uk or, little plug for Brucey Boy here, go over to Teapot One's Brew Time podcast. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on YouTube. Check out episode 83. He actually has an interview with Martin Slowey, who's the founder and the CEO. He's nice. from Aberdeen, I think. <coughs> cool. Um, and, but they're obviously based in the Midlands somewhere. So £40 pound include postage and all that? I think that's the whole thing. Oh, cool. That's good. Oh, Do you mean? Yeah. Um, very, very clever. Very, very clever. It's such a good idea. And there's some cool videos on there and they show you how they do the hologram stuff. That is pretty mint. Pretty cool. cool. Any go, there you go. That was nice helmet. <laughs> Not helmet like and then we're moving swiftly onto the style of helmets. So we've, we've we've talked about quite a different range of helmet styles anyway. So we can we can quickly go through what we've got here and maybe do some pros and cons um, and then some of the options, yeah, that you can get, yeah. Uh, styles of helmet. First one is full face. This is the one we all... When you think about a motorbike helmet, you just think full face looks look like a race car helmet. Looks like just, you know look, everything's solid. There's nothing moving in it apart from the the visor. Um, um, so what makes a full face helmet? The name suggests it's all over the head, front, back, and sides, including the chin and the visor. Traditionally, um, 
round, almost bubble shaped. It's still designed with aerodynamics in mind and not just in a hunched over the tank position, but for a number of seating positions. There are so many subcategories in this, the full face space. I like that. In the full face space. The full face space. Full face space. Street sports, racing, and touring. So we won't cover all, but we'll pick out some of the recommendations. It sounds, so, it sounds, it sounds like some sort of clueless moment. Get out of my full face space. Get out of my full, get out of my full face space. Whatever. Whatever, touts. So, pros to a full face full face space. Yep. Uh, uh, full head protection with fewer perceived weak spots. Yep. It can be incredibly lightweight because it's full kind of structure on its own makes it pretty strong. Aye, with it's less material. extra mechanisms yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It? It's very um, aerodynamic uh, uh, and quite a few Comic-Coms built in. The cons, however, is that some of them can be ridiculously expensive. Ridiculous. Ridiculously expensive. They, they can feel quite suffocating and sometimes there's a reduced field of view as you quite often get a smaller visor, which the Ruroc doesn't have, to be fair. So the Ruroc has, but it's got a great visor and it feels really thick. I reckon that could stop um, a couple of pellets. An ex- yeah, a, an expensive option, option, right? Shark. The Shark Race R Pro GP is a one squidderoody off a grand. Yeah. It's expensive. It's race certified. So this is probably as safe a helmet as you can buy off the shelf. It's met all the FIM regulations. So enough said. This is a this is the race lead. If you're going to go out and you're going to be competitively racing, that's the standards you're going to go for, isn't it? So Aye, totally. You know, and, you're, and if you're in a team, you're going to get them to pay for it. So um, absolutely. A cheap option is a Nitro N2400. Sixty pounds, yeah, sixty pounds. Only sixty pounds. Do I hear seventy? Do I hear seventy-five? Do I hear seventy-five? Do I hear seventy-five? Do I hear no, sixty pounds going once, going twice, gone. Yeah, yeah. So it's good for a budget. It has decent ventilation on your chin and at the top of your head. Best value in, um, is this our opinion or somebody else's opinion? No, these are kind of our opinions. Yeah, I'm just checking, because it is just the opinion of a couple of average bikers. Aye, there's, uh, there's um, kind of our opinions, but then there's some ride recommendations and stuff aye. like that in there. The Shoei GT Air 2, currently on sale for 399 for certain graphics. And that's another thing about helmets, remember when you're buying them, plain ones are cheaper than ones with lots of fancy paint and all oh, that totally. stuff, yeah. And carbon fibre and all that stuff, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, there's a £550 helmet that has tons of ventilations and exhausts. But not obviously Akrapovich or anything like that. Just be vents to let the air out. Yes. It's comms prepared. I know. This kit fishing's a helmet with two Akrapovich sticking out his head. I'll Photoshop that later. It's comms prepared. Has a clever micro ratchet faster. Faster? Fastener. Sorry, can you read that there? Um, pinlock visor and much more. Best thing though is the comfort. Shoeys are probably one of the most comfortable helmets we have tried on. And I've, I used to have a showy and, and they are comfortable. They don't look, they're, they're a bit boring, but they look at. Aye, something to look at. The, nice, the, the new, some of the new, new ones are beautiful. The new Neil, but, I think, know. is just, they come in some really nice aye. mats and stuff like yeah. that, which is nice. If that's your thing, that's unless your thing, you yeah. like fall bones, but you got, but I've tried that new Neo GT on and it's, Oh, it's like Aye. it's like a couch for your head. Oh, I it's love beautiful. it. I love it. Get in the couch, yeah. So, um, it's get in the couch. Also, for a, so Whoa. I think for us, this would win the best tourer helmet just based on its spec and how comfortable it is. Um, if that's still expensive, you can get the Shoei RYD for two hundred and forty pounds. Still a good helmet, and both of these are Ride Magazine's best buys. Um, 
any ECE2206 option. So there are several picks from a number of brands, cheapest being the Nolan N66 at £145, and the dearest being the Arai, Arai, isn't it? I just want to keep going Arai, Arai Grande. So um, Arai RX7V Evo at £799. The one thing we'll do see is the Arai Arai do the Pedroza Spirit Gold design, and it is stunning. We've talked about that on many occasions, you and I. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out. And do you know something, right? It's 789 quid. It's, it's an absolute thing of beauty. It is. With the it's, samurai and you're all actually, that. You're, you're, it's art, it's, you're, you're buying a piece of art. It is. It is. You're buying a piece of art. It's a piece of art. But the only thing, as I say, is it's 59 quid dearer than that mm. Foresight one that's got little LED lights yep. in the inside and stuff like that. And it's like, if they could just do that, but with that paint job on it, I'd be sold. Yep. I'd have bought one already. Uh, and no surprise here, no shocker, but our ABC pick, our average backers in the cave pick for today is the Rurok Atlas 4.0, which starts at 375 for the flat colours and still look great, great looking helmets, uh, and jumps to the 475 for the carbon. Uh, there's a wide selection in between, including the DC Comics range, which we've covered. Uh, if you pop to our YouTube channel, you can watch the unboxing of the Atlas Batman one. Um, it's light, well padded, and, and it's got a great viewing aperture. You, we've, we've, it's really, you can see a lot out of that helmet. Well ventilated and comes comms prepared. And the comms were super easy to put in, by the way. Super easy. Yeah. Plug it in. Two, plug it in right. Plug it in right. And then plug <laughs> it in right again. Um, so you can check the unboxing of the Batman Atlas 4.0 on our YouTube channel. And we'll be doing a further in-depth review soon. Nice. There we go. I'm going to cover Adventure and Jewel Sport. That's Good. your thing, man. That's, That's your thing. thing. The Adventure helmet is usually distinctive because it's got that peak at the top um, yeah. for added protection from sun glare, which it really does do. I mean, it's designed well um, in most. Uh, also, Adventure helmets usually have really large apertures, and that's so that you can have a visor, but also you could put a pair of goggles in there and actually have goggles it's, in it's there. It's a big space in it. It's a big space. It was it was quite, whoa, the first time I ever rode with an adventure helmet on because it was like, I can see loads from here. Um, I can like, see the pub from I here. I can see the pub from here. Uh, it's like a cross between a motocross and a full-faced helmet, really, essentially so what it is. So let's look at the pros. It can be used for off-road and for everyday riding. It's full price protection, including the chin bar. They do come with visors, both clear. Some of them come with that and sun visor, mine does. Um, And it's got more padding than a traditional kind of motocross off-road helmet, so it means you can wear it for a bit longer without it being uncomfortable, okay? Cons, it's not... I mean, it's still not a full-face tourn helmet, so it can still get a little bit uncomfortable. Um... It can be a bit pricey, again, depending on what you go for, but that's, I suppose, every helmet. And sometimes it's a bit tricky to fit external comms to them because they tend to have unusual contours, sharp edges and all that kind of stuff. So it can be a little bit footy to try and get aye. comms to fit or you may use That's bad when you're kind of clipping into the outside of it. And aye, if you're, like, if, you do, if you use packed up bolts, for example, it kind aye. of clips under the padding. Aye. But there's a kind of weird shape to it, so my comms just slightly more further towards the chin than I would normally have it. And got you. See, on like a Rafa 11. Aye. Um, but these are the things you... And trying to fit the... I had to get that mouldable glue to fit my ghost on it because there was just no way that that was going to fit onto it. Um, expensive option. Um, the RI 204 uh, X4, uh, 599, great helmet. 
The X4 comes in a rare, beautiful colours. The red, white, and blue one is just stunning looking. That's a, that's a cracking looking helmet. Ah, it's a beautiful helmet. And if you've got a BMW uh, GS H4, HP4, or HP, sorry, um, it just matches that bike ideally. Or if you've got an Africa Twin in that same red, white, and blue, mm-hmm. it matches it beautifully. So, yeah. Ideal if you want to go full kit person. Yep. One of them. Uh, you also get it in orange and black and yellow and black, just making that perfectly clear. Yes. Our two favourite colours. Um, RI is a leading brand, and as you expect, you get loads of the latest um, tech in terms of construction and ventilation ports and versatility. I mean, you can remove certain parts that you can take the peak off and all that stuff. They are hand-built RIs. All RIs are hand-built and come with a five-year warranty, which is great on a helmet. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Cheap option, you get a Spada Intrepid which is £90, which is, again, it's still buttons for a helmet. really is. It's a decent helmet. has all the basics. Ideal if you're on that tight of budget. Best value. Stuck between two here. Okay. Yep. There's the LS2 Explorer Carbon, which is 320 quid. It's light. It's versatile. Do you know I mean? It's got everything that you would get on an Avenger helmet. And then you've got the Arrow Commander, which is what I've got. Mm-hmm. It's slightly cheaper, but it's slightly heavier, right? Right, okay. Um, but it comes with a pin lock and all that in the box, right? Oh, that's, which, is, which is always a benefit. Mm. Again, the peak's removable. Um, it also comes with the action cam mount built aye. into the helmet, so you can take a little, there's a little cover you can take off, and then it, they send you the, the brackets are already in the box, and it literally clips in, and you can aye. put your GoPro <clears> straight <throat> on the top of your helmet if you want, which mm, is quite that's nice. Cool, yeah. Which, again, I didn't want to do it. Won't take the ghost. It's designed for like kind of GoPro, GoPro style, style yeah. or DJI mm-hmm. the action thing. Um, but yeah, so I, kind of torn between the two of those. Both are good lids. In terms of EC twenty two hundred six option, there's only one awesome. on the market so far. Yep, right, and that's the Scorpion ADX two. It's about two hundred ten to two hundred fifteen quid. Again, depending on the design. Because you know, I mean, flat colours are usually cheaper than yeah, the yeah, design yeah. ones. Again, great ventilation. It's got Scorpion's quick, quick moisture absorbing uh, absorption liner, um, which should stop it getting stinky, especially if you're going to actually do proper off-roading in it. Yeah. I mean, it can get a little bit sweaty in there. Um, again, pin lock ready, removable visor, removable peak, everything you would expect. Um, but here's its party piece. It's modular. Oh, okay. Right, so it actually flips up at the front and it actually locks in position. So not only can you go off-roading and all that stuff, you can put goggles on whatever, you can actually, if you're doing urban riding in it, flip it up and you're in the city, you can flip it up and actually use it as a helmet. And being 2206, you know it's been tested as if it's flip, passed flip, with a flip up. So it's, a, it's <clears> quite good, you know what I mean, for 250 quid. That sounds great. It's man. a really, you know what I mean, it's a really versatile helmet. My only downside is, is it weighs a ton. <laughs> Not an actual ton, no, but it's, it's 17, <coughs> 50 grams. Mm. And you could probably add 50 onto that because it's usually that plus 50. Aye. So we're saying 17, 50, probably top of 1,800. But okay. there you go. And, and our pick from the cave, the ABC pick, um, for this one, we're actually going to go with Scorpion ADX2 because not only does it meet the new standards, but again, it's a, it's a, it's an adventure helmet. It's a you could tour in it. It's modular for urban riding. It's got everything you would need in one go, and for two hundred and fifty quid, it's a no brainer. Do you know what I mean? 
at that minute at the time, I'd have probably bought that out of my arrow. Aye. Aye. No, it sounds good. Absolutely. So that's adventure and dual sport. <clears throat> nice one. Next one we've got, and we've touched on it just here with that, with the Scorpion is modular. It's a nice wee lead in that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. It's it, almost yeah. as if we scripted. It's it like it was planned. It's like it was planned. So the modular helmet The second album oh, yeah. wasn't planned. I'll tell you that. Night, that was definitely no in there. No. Uh, you'll never forget that now. No. You know. Um, the next, the other thing I loved was uh, um, somebody put up a picture of that San Pellegrino stuff. Oh, the, the orange the, stuff. I, and I, called I, it Tori Fanta. Oh, that was brilliant. Tori <laughs> You know, so if you want to stop um, after having your second album, then get yourself a wee kind of Tory fan to help push it along. <laughs> so, there we go. Anyway, we digress somewhat. Uh, the modular helmet historically used to be the front flip helmet. Yeah, so you'd probably, you know, some of the old the old boys will be, a oh, front flip helmet, you know, you know, talking about that kind of thing. Right. However, in modern day, it's more than that, as you get, you do get the traditional chin and visor flipped to above the head, but you can also just get the chin guard moving up. 180 degrees and locking at the back of the helmet and if that wasn't enough you can also get helmets where the, the chin guard fully detaches yep. yeah there's, there's one in um, is it the new oh gosh I was looking at it it was quite it was relatively cheap you put, in fact we'll probably talk about it but anyway later on um, it looked quite cool for the for the money uh, an oh, HTC no. wasn't it, it was a, there's an HTC there's it's an HTC black. one aye the Scor was, Scorpion do it is it the Ghost something like that I was I looking for a kind of cheaper one to just mount all my cameras on and I thought that might be pretty ah, good. Ah, good thinking. Yeah. But I've already got seven helmets, so I've got a funny feeling if I brought another one into the house. What's your point, Colin? Mm, that's a good point, actually. Anyway, well, all my, all my other helmets... seven helmets? How many of them has John stolen? Oh, that's two. I will, um, See? John stole two, aye, two three... Two. Three, four. No, I've still got five. I've still got five. I can use. I see your name on there, seven. Yeah, seven. But um, well, he, he said he stole the flash one, but he's never actually taken it, so um, I might just steal it back. Aye, until he until he <clears> passes, <throat> and then suddenly realizes that matches my bike. Aye, Damn, I and then by that point, I'm like, but John, I sneezed in it. Sorry, son. I don't think I'll bother him. No, wouldn't he? Wouldn't he? Um, it's a cool helmet. Anyway, so uh, what are the pros? Yes. What are the pros? What are the pros? When, when you're flipped down, you've got full face protection. Good point. But when you've lifted up your chin, you've got lots of ventilation for eating, drinking, chatting, not whilst riding the bike. Well, you can chat. Sorting your glasses, cleaning uh, your glasses, putting more than half. You know, making... Make having, having a fag. Having a fag. Having a fag. Making a... There's a, there's a great picture, isn't it? Was a, 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 back, in the, back in the kind of 30s or whatever it is, it, the Elamine TT race, isn't it? And one of the guys who was like one of the famous riders there doing it with a fag in his mouth. I saw it's, a guy riding a, a road glider, a road king. Maybe a road king. And he was driving along a motorway, and because it's obviously a big back wing with a, and he had the big turn screen on it, he was literally sitting with his helmet up, having a fag riding along a motorway. Oh, jeez, there we go. And you're like that little bubble of calm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, uh, I will fit whatever floats your boat. Yeah, um, uh, buoyancy, buoyancy, that's very good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and they're easy to like put your glasses and stuff on. Cons. Well, there's a debate over the safety and level of protection of riding it when it's flipped in the up position, and they are heavy. There's obviously all the hinge work and all the lock ah, mechanisms and all that in there. They are heavy, and they'll probably get slightly heavier material in it to try and cover that safety Aye, side of things. Totally. Um, the f the roof is quite a heavy helmet. Yeah, I'll say that. that Aye, my shark's helmet. quite a heavy helmet. Yeah. But, but I love the look of it. It's just... Um, it's a bit tight in my head, I know. So anyway, so um, what's the expensive option? I'm, I'm just talking to myself now. Aren't I? The Shoei, the Shoei Neotech Two, which is six hundred nineteen pounds. It's an expensive helmet, but it comes prepared for Senna comms, 
which is getting increased noise isolation and the latest head protection technology, um, such as um, EIPs. Yeah, what are EIPs? That's their rotational. That's their version of MIPS, isn't it? Yeah. So, so as as we said, they're on lots of different. It is a stupidly comfortable helmet. Aye. So lots of that's the one I tried on the Neotech too. That's it. Yeah. And six hundred nineteen pounds. If you want a really safe flip helmet, you know, it's, ah, it's worth totally. paying for. Cheap option is the Spada Reveal at eighty pounds. I just don't. I just the feel Spada scared. Reveal just sounds like some sort of kind of love honey. I'm, t- I'm taking my towel off. Wait, you see my new Mankini. Mankini, it's yeah. my Spada Reveal. Yes, yeah, I, or something slipped out your Mankini. Oops, I've done a bit Spada <laughs> Reveal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Here we go. So, so um, eighty quid. I, I just there's something about a sub one hundred pound helmet. That I just think. Now, don't get me wrong. If if you get a helmet for like eighty quid, that's reduced from one nine nine. Like then fair enough. Then fair enough. But I think the but the, the full face LS two. Some of them are like sub. 100 quid mm, mm. and the LS2's got some really good write-ups uh, do you yeah. know what I mean it, it just doesn't feel right when you're paying no it doesn't does it but, but <laughs> it feels actually, like you're cheating your noggin you, exactly you think oh god I'm, I'm actually doing this heed move exactly <laughs> but um, but you know if, they, if they're tested and they're meeting a the standard then you know and exactly. that's your budget then you, you know you'll be safe and a company like Spada you're not going to they're not they're no cowboys you know what I mean they're the recognised you know company that you're not going to you're not going to take risks with, you know what I mean? Buying it from a buy, always buy it from a reputable dealer. Uh, best value: the Viper RSV one nine one BL Plus. It was at bo- what it point? Was, it was borderline a great name for a helmet. Uh, it was, and good. then they decided to go RSV one nine one BL Plus. It's like it's like it's like um you know it's like it's like when back in the old days when you were setting up your your computers and somebody said do you have an RSV two three two computer leads? <laughs> 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 That's what it sounds like. It sounds like we've got this really good helmet and then we've taken a nineteen eighties cable cable and, and touched it onto the side. Yeah, it's two hundred and ten quid. Um, it's twenty two oh six certified lid that comes with high density insulated noise reduction liner, pin lock visor, sun visor, and a rate of other stuff. But what makes this great value is that it also comes fitted with a Bluetooth system as standard. Only negative thing is it's not the lightest, so it's quite a heavy helmet. But then it's got a lot of stuff in it. But see for see if you were, see if you were starting riding huh? and you wanted a modular helmet, <clears throat> but that's cracking value. It's a bit of Bluetooth in it, brilliant. That's cracking value, you know. Because to buy a to buy a Bluetooth comms unit on its own, like a kind of saying even even a cheap one off at Amazon Aye. still sets you back forty, fifty, sixty quid. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. If you want, a, if you want a named one, you mean you're looking like Cardo at the, or something like that. Aye, Cardo, the Freecom one, or if it's still called the Freecom one, or if they didn't invent it, but that's probably about hundred quid, hundred and twenty quid. Ah, that's right, yeah. So, um, it's a it's, it's it's a great bit of value for your selling for your first helmet and to get used to it. Um, 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 any ECE twenty two or six option. Well, we've shown the Viper uh, is a great value option, but uh, HTC also do. That with their 1100 and Shubuff with the C5, which is out now. So there's a few 2206 already options, which is great. And our ABC pick is the Roof V8 Boxer. Our pick for this is purely the fact that it's a great looking helmet and the chin guard locks behind the head. So on hot urban days, it gives you the benefit. And it is a great helmet. It looks a brilliant it's helmet. It's helmet. But, but I think from my experience of the, of the Roof V8, is it just tells you if you can, try a helmet on before you buy it. Aye. You know, because it, no, no, no helmet will fit somebody fit your head the way it fits somebody else's head. If you know what I mean. So no, that's you true. Know, 
Yeah, but I still love my roof. I still wear it, but, but I just can't wear it for long no. periods of time now. But it's, it looks brilliant. Aye, it's, it is such a beautiful looking thing. And I love it when you like if I'm if I was when I used to come into work through it on long I'd go along the motorway with the roof on, and just as I get into the city, I just flip it right up. Aye, so you're that's open, you, you're that's in you the urban open face mode. Yeah. Aye, so. totally. Motocross helmets yes. or MX helmets as they're called. It's better than an adventure helmet, but it's a lot of them don't have that dedicated visor. I'm pretty sure none of them have that dedicated visor. Um that you would get in, in the adventure. So the pros are there is again it is full face protection, so you're getting that extended chin bar. They are f- fairly aerodynamic, they're super well ventilated and they're incredibly lightweight. Cons, there's no eye protection, so you're gonna need to buy either goggles or ballistic glasses. Um they're uncomfortable for long periods of time and not all are road legal, so you need to be careful. Some the, are the, designated nah, They're the sense of the road. ones that look like you would also wear them if you were doing BMXing. Aye, that's essentially what they look like. That's exactly it. Now, the expensive option is the Bell Moto 10 Black Carbon. It is 600 quid, almost, £599. It's road legal, and but it has Bell's MIPS system yeah, that we talked about earlier, which helps redirect those impact, those forces away from the brain um, by letting the outer shell rotate away from the inner liner. The cheap option is the Nitro MX700, which is an 80 quid helmet. It's EC2205 approved, so you can use it on the road. I mean, there's not much else to say about it. Yeah. Best value is the Thor Reflex Cast, which I'd never heard of before. No, never heard of it. It's a good name, though. Good name. Good name, Good yeah. name. Uh, it's around 275 quid again still not the cheapest but this fiberglass reinforced composite lid has some nice features that you would expect on a 500 pound plus helmet um it has uh they cover in mips technology in it yep thor's mips it's, it's thor's mips <laughs> i just realized a marvel fans going Ooh, oh is this a new feature in the next film for thor's I, mips i think i think you see a bit of thor's mips in the new movie aye, that's right yeah uh, uh, a, a few of the ladies swoon at thor's mips <laughs> <laughs> it's got moisture wicking anti-microbial dry form comfort liner that's a myth for. That also sounds like something that you would buy to go roller skating with. But anyway. Aye. Or, or something you'd, <laughs> you'd use after your difficult second album. Exactly. Uh, it has an enhanced contour. Uh, it's got enhanced contour cheek pads for additional comfort. Quick release system. So much more. Uh, again, good value helmet. ECE2 went to six option. Um, the only option that I could see or we could see was the Kappa KV49 Evo. Um, that was at £105. Now, Which is part- not bad for a, a no. 2206. No, sorry, for a 2206 helmet. Um, O'Neill and Scorpion oh. um, have their 2206 um, helmets out later on this year. So, you I mean, if they're probably out, I would imagine they'll be out probably August, mm-hmm. maybe in the tail end of August time. An earth pick from an ABC perspective. If you're going to pick a helmet, this is the one we would pick. This is the one we would pick. The Shoei VFXWR again. Why do they, why not just come up with? They take they take all that time and effort to name bikes cool names. I know, right? And it's the Shoei VFXWR, which sounds like like a nineteen sixties cinematic player. sound system. Aye. 
that 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 they, they only installed in three Aye. cinemas in the My West End. My dad's just London. bought a new Grundig telly, and yeah. guess what? It's got VFX yeah. on it. Uh, it's almost as good as that Dolby thing that they're putting yeah. in now. That sounds like the Betamax of helmets. It does, I. Mean? Anyway. Uh, 520 quid. We've selected this one as it comes with all the great things that you would expect from a showy. Quick release system, super ventilation, comes a seven year warranty. Yes, it's not the lightest in the field or the cheapest, but given the fact that you should buy something that's properly robust if you're going to go off-road yeah. properly off-roading the helmet then you want a lid that can deal with kind of dust stones and potential tumbles and that covers mx yes we've got one more haven't we to do yeah and that is the the uh, the the favored um what you looks like the what you would imagine the favored um choice of a Big hog rider or a big cruiser or a Vespa rider. rider or a Vespa rider. I know that. Don't want to talk about them. Don't want to talk about them. Don't sell the podcast with such <laughs> face <laughs> filth. There might be Vespa listeners out there. There might be. That's just. I'm only kidding on. But all two people would work together as long as you're nowhere like her. So and please nod if we nod. If, you, if we nod, you nod. Ah, exactly. We do nod. I, I do nod. It's good. I do. I do. Um, um, open face. Yes, finally the open face. This is the archetypal Sons of Anarchy type style. You know, hang your beard at the bottom, kind of stuff. You know, um, Battle of the Planets is another great <laughs> um, uh, image to. If anybody remembers Battle of the Planets, if no, Google it. Google it. Yeah, you'll see exactly what we mean. Uh, and uh, and the opening scene for Martin Rindy when he's, you know, in Nano 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 Nano. Yep. So um, again, if it's legal in your country or state, you can wear open face helmets. You know. So, yes, yeah, yes. There we go. Pros, they're cheaper, they're lighter, they're easier to go on and off. They do actually look cool depending on your bike and the size of your head. I've got an open face helmet. One of my helmets has an open face helmet I've got that looks like Luke Skywalker's helmet from just, the X-Wing. Just before we go in there, obviously, you I mean, my wife drives the new Nightster mm-hmm. in that red colour and literally like two weeks after she bought it, Harley decided to bring out an open faced helmet in, in the exact colour. same colour with the exact same decal, the exact same font and everything. And she went, well, good to buy it. Mm-hmm. And she went and bought it. And then we're riding along the road and she suddenly realised, at 55 mile an hour, this thing kind of lifts up quite a bit. I mean, to the point where you think, this is coming off. So we then had to go and buy like, the front visor. Yeah, it comes a wee sun visor, which is quite yeah, cool, yeah. but then she had to go and buy the actual full-faced bubble visor. Battle of the Planets. So the Battle of the Planets Planet thing. Part, yeah. And the minute we put it on, I went, Battle of the Planets? Um, if it was orange, it would definitely be Battle of the Planets. Um, and I'm thinking, did they look quite cool? And I can see just the ability to go up straight off Aye. and they worry about. But I do mean? find that with the the the, the Luke Skywalker one, it does. You do feel it lifting off. I've actually the chin strap's really tight on it to stop that lifting off. To stop that lifting and off. it still happens. Well, it still happens this week, and then you feel it starting to. Choke you, <laughs> you a wee bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, aye, by the time you've got the end of the ride, you don't sound like Luke Skywalker, you sound like, like his Emperor aye. Palpatine. Yeah, aye. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert, that sorry, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Star Wars. Um, but this week, West Coast did their little kind of short thing on Instagram, and they brought out a black and orange one, and I thought, they are buying helmets in to target us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're, ta- they're got a black and yellow one next my week. my wallet. If they get a black and yellow one next week, honestly. 
I know, I know. Anyway, yeah. sorry, we digress. So, cons. So there's your cons. Your cons are reduced safety. There's no chin bar and sometimes no visors. Um, the, what's cool about the Luke Skywalker one is it's got a wee sun visor, but when you flip it, then it's orange. So it's like, Aye, it's so it's like, like the helmet's brown. Aye, you look like wedge. Yeah, and again, it's one of these helmets that, you know, you, you've really got to try them on and make sure they fit your face properly because that sun visor's, it's no movable. It, it, no. it goes in that position and if that's no fitting your shape or nose or there's no fitting, you know, definitely try them on. Um, but the biggest, um, uh, oh no, that was the biggest thing is, oh, that was a pro. Did I get that? I talked no, about that. No, that was that. a, what? Um, it's maximum immersion when it comes to wind in your face. That's a pro and a con, right, isn't it? Yes. It's a, the biggest pro and con is maximum immersion when it comes to wind in your face. But, see when I used to ride my I shark, look, see right. when I used to ride my shark with the chin thing all right. the way back, essentially you're just like an open face helmet. See riding with the sunshade down, and your snood up or your Aye. nose, do you know what I mean? It's nothing cooler. Aye, that is, I like it. No, you're right. <laughs> but if that if that snood slips down and you get a bug in your mouth, it's not. There's Aye, nothing totally. in it. Wait, and it doesn't stop. You know what I mean? Stains or anything like that flying up, or even a bumblebee at high speeds. Or, or, still, if, or if the rain comes on and you're just getting pelted in the face with rain, oh, rain's sore. Uh, rain, rain is, is sore. rain is sore at mm. any speed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, cons reduce safety. Yeah. Sometimes, as we said, lack of visor. Um, you are one with nature. Well, at least with a smile full of flies. Yes. yes. Uh, and they are noisy because you're so exposed, so get your earplugs and everything in. I smell like yeah. a Gary Baldy biscuit. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a fly cemetery. <laughs> Expensive option, the showy J. Cruz. That's quite a cool name for an open face helmet. Aye, that's very yeah. California. Very California. The J. Cruz too. So 430 to 530 pounds, depending on your style and colour. And you tend to find, especially with open face helmets, there's a, there's a plethora, a plethora, plethora, a plethora of, um, of designs and everything. A lot of things. I mean, there's some cool open face helmets that look like evil can evil and all this kind of stuff. Love all that stuff, right? Yeah. So um, glossy, bright, you know, diamantes, everything. You, you, you name it, you'll get it in that type of helmet. <laughs> Diamantes. Uh, no, what is that? Perilescent, that's the word. Viper RS05 is a cheap option at £59. Again. Did it just left it at Viper RS? Uh, and I went out and bought one. Yeah, Viper RS05, which actually sounds like it was made 15 years ago. Do you know what I mean? 17 years ago. Anyway, best value, the HJC 130, 140, lightweight polycarbonate helmet. Comes with a full face clear visor, which is anti-fog prepared. Not that you need it. Uh, and drop down sun visor. Comes with a number of air intakes and exhaust to keep the air flowing, and uh, the line has a moisture wicking technology. This helmet is also compatible with HTC Smart's uh, own comm system. Yep. Ah, that's right. I forgot they were doing their own comm system. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is why something like Chain App, if it worked, would be brilliant. Anyway. Oh, I know. It, is there any EC twenty two or six options out there? At the time of researching this. The only manufacturer who was EC2206 open face helmet is Scorpion. They have the XO230 and the Belfast Evo. Um, both come um, in, an, in a range of colours uh, and they range from 120 to £160. Unless you want full carbon, then you can add another £100 onto it. I know. I've just realised, right, what I've typed there. I, I just, As opposed to typing in an array of colours, yes. I've got an area of colours. Yeah, I just skipped over that. Oh my Cause God. Because some, sometimes it's very hard to work out what that actually means. Anyway, <laughs> an area of colours. Spell checker when you pick that up because it goes, no, no, it's no, fair enough. Fine, fine. So, yeah, yeah. Grammar's, grammar's sitting in the background at Microsoft Word going, oh, let me out, let me out. You know, but for, for somebody who's okay, commenting on sub-100 pound helmets, uh, ABC Pick is a sub-100 pound helmet. 
Yes. Which is the LS2 copter. <laughs> Airwolf. Yeah. Which, which when I first typed this out, wasn't where my head went. But carry on. I know. No, I'm. 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 I'm not even wanting to know what it's going. Um, it was a toss-up between this and the best value HTC. Thank you. It was <laughs> between that and the best value HTC. And there isn't much to spot them. And while the LS2 doesn't come with options for comms, it is 40 quid cheaper and comes in some cool colour designs. So if you want something more traditional, uh, look at the LS2. Yep. Yeah. Cool. The LS2 Spitfire is nice. Is it? I've not seen the LS2 Spitfire. So oh, I'll show you after this. All right, cool. Just get your Spitfire out for me. Right. Sounds like a puppet dog I should have. So um so there you go folks. That's um, that was our um slow down of helmets. Again, it wasn't again a <laughs> big question's only really questions. Was no, that wasn't as, really a question, it was mm, just a mere of a, an informative an session. An informative session on helmets. The big mm. informative session. And what did you take the most from this session, Darren? Here's my big question for you. What was the what was the biggest takeaway for this session? Was it was it the difficult second was, album? Difficult <laughs> second album, exactly. I was going to say, was it the was it the style of helmet you want to choose? It no, no. It was the slang for um for them um, for the for, difficult second album. The second for your second poo. That's not the one thing that I will take out of this in terms of not so much the different styles and stuff like that, but in researching a load of helmets, yep. right? Because I went through loads of helmets and read loads of reviews on different ones that I thought oh that's a really cool helmet oh that's got a lot going for it that's quite a good price whatever helmets are constantly evolving yes right and after the helmet list after the helmet what four three months and already there's helmets on the market now that I go god if that had been out that and I bought that instead of buying and don't get me wrong I love the helmet I've got it's it's great it's fine it's a bit tight in terms of comms with earplugs in yeah because there's the the recess is not deep enough for the cardo speakers that I've got which is fine I'm going to look at you mean festival speeds on uh, at West Coast Harley the 30th and 31st of July um with a guy doing his whole wall of death and stuff like that but ear molds are there who I bought oh, my earplugs back, off and don't get me right, I love my earplugs riding with them in so much better it's sometimes not the comfiest because the speakers and that are in there so I'm going to go and get moulded for the ones with speakers in it ear moulds right. so that I've got ear protection but I've got speakers in it and that'll just make things clearer and mm-hmm. I can take the speakers out then yeah. and then that way I'll get a bit more and that should make it more comfier um, so I, I do love it but then you do look at other stuff that's out there now and go Oh wow, and that's stamped at 2206 and it's got this and it's got that. The Scorpion flip up adventure helmet and it comes in orange. Oh, that That's everything I want in a helmet. Mm-hmm. But, you mean, especially because if you're stopping it, there's last night, the two of us stopped at lights and we're trying to kind of shout at each other because we both get full face helmets on. Uh, and if you could flip and, that and, up, and, you know uh, that, it's just a conversation then. Yeah. Because we had helmets on and the chain up was rubbish. Aye, so. the chain up. Wasn't functioning as expected. Nope. But there you go. Um, so I so that's probably that and the, the difficult second album is probably my biggest two takes out of looking at this. That and you mean the fact that when you really start to look at it, the tests are really, really, really specific to get your helmet. It gives me, it gives me more confidence in if I was you mean I know that you pay cut hundred pound or you mean five, six hundred quid for a helmet. 
it should be bulletproof, more not fully bulletproof, but you know what I mean. It's if you're going to tumble, you know you're pretty much protected. But you look at some of the tests, you look at those tests and go, well, wow, there's helmets out there for like a hundred quid that have actually passed this twenty two oh six standard. And you know I mean, it just shows you you don't need to spend. You know I mean, you don't need to spend a fortune if you can't afford it, or if you if you do have an, an off and you do damage your helmet. You know what I mean. And you don't have the money instantly to go and buy another six hundred quid helmet. You know you can pick one a safe. You can a, pick a one up for a, for a couple hundred pound or less, and it's equally safe and it's had the and, equal amount of testing. And, and another really good thing I think to, to note as well is because the technology and helmets are evolving so quickly. Yeah. You buy buy a six month old model, still brand new to you. But you go to somewhere like Sports Bike Shop or you go to somewhere like Helmet City online, they regularly have your shows and that well, price. Well, not doing a price. Yeah. Aye, so you can get, so you might not get a 2206 helmet. You might need to go for a 2205. Mm-hmm. So like you, you go in, you want, right, I want the comfiest flip modular Aye. helmet. Well, we could tell you this Schubert T5, mm-hmm. which is 2206, blah, 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 blah. And it's 600 pounds. And you go, ah, I don't really have six hundred pound. Oh well, we've got last year's C four, and because obviously C fives come out, it's now only like two hundred seventy quid. Mm. Boom. There's still cops driving about with C4's those on. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's still a good helmet. It's a really good helmet. Why pay that if you can't afford that? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So there's bargains to be had. Yeah. I, I but, mean, I, I, the reason I've got quite a few helmets is because I, I, I kind of go, oh, that's on sale. That's a good price. Aye. I'll just add that to the collection. Aye. And again, it would I don't be, think I've ever paid full price for a helmet apart until I got that at Rurock. And it would be nice. And I think the thing is, it's nice if you can, I think that's why I'm looking at the speakers with the, the moulded earplugs with speakers in them. So that if I, I'm going to, and I want to wear a different helmet, because like, I still like my Rafa, I still think my Rafa 11 looks cool. Mm-hmm. If I want to wear that out, and I'm just going at myself. I can just plug my earplugs into my phone. I don't have to have them in my comms. I just plug them into my phone, and I can get music and whatever, aye, aye. and that's all done. I can just put them on and go, and know then going. Oh well, I could wear that, but I don't really have comms, and I don't want to spend sixty quid every time to buy another. You mean Cardo packed up bold system mm. and just swap the action just take the, the I just, unit I, I, off and clip it onto the it's just it's, it gets ridiculously expensive when you could be spending that 60 quid on another helmet mm-hmm. you know what I mean exactly and start a collection because yeah, because I've just googled the wee Spitfire helmet it's gorgeous it's stunning isn't it? uh, it's, it's a cracking yeah. looking thing mm. so yeah so that's my take out from it cool what about yours um, I think um Helmets, there's, there's, there's so many of them, you really need to try them on. You know, you don't, you know, I have I have bought a lot of helmets online and quite a few I've had to return because it just, it's, you know, if you can get the chance to go in and try a helmet on because the variety is there, because of the different styles, you don't know what's going to suit you until you put it on your head, you know. Um, Aye. You know, um, I was lucky when I bought the, the, the Batman, HJC Batman one. But then because I knew that I really liked that HJC helmet, I then got a couple other ones. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> so, um, Spider-Man. Clash. Yes, and, uh, you know, um, but again, all because of a right reduced down in price, right down in price, you know what I mean? 
Aye, the start, the stormtrooper mm. one, the ACC, the, the stormtrooper one, aye. and it was doing it like 80 quid at one point. Mm. I just didn't know it my size. And it was region. a beautiful looking helmet. Aye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, so absolutely trying them on. And actually going through all these different types, I'm quite, quite fancy getting a, a Spitfire because I've just looked at it and meant that looks so cool. <laughs> That looks so cool. If it, obviously, you talk that whole experience thing came out of the the roof helmet for you. If anyone wants to try a roof one and they're in the kind of west of Scotland area, yeah. Victor Devines, Honda, and Glasgow have them. Are they they stock roofs? Yeah, they also stock arrows and mm-hmm. shoes and all that kind of stuff. But they definitely stock roofs. So if you want to try one on, head over there. They definitely do yes, stock them. Definitely, yeah. cheap plug for Victor Devines. There we go. There you go. Cool. Well, that's it. Episode 23. Done. Done. Again, thanks for listening to uh, Ramblings and Fits of Absolute Hysteria. Yeah. yeah. Which is just, I mean, we, I, we've, made, we've made 22 episodes without losing our cool. Today was a year and a half of episode, just it was, a, it was a difficult episode 23 album. <laughs> that's what it was. Check third album. Check third album. That was a difficult one. Mm-hmm. Aye, get your toilet roll in the big Samsung fridge. Um, but yeah, thanks for supporting us again for each and every episode. We are totally humbled when we see the the downloads happening. Um, I remember these are just the opinions of a couple of average bikers. If you have anything that you want us to talk about. Um, or want us to cover off, or want us to look at, or even have a big question on, mm-hmm. get in touch. Yeah, please do. How do you get in touch, Ian? Well, as, as Darren said, a massive thank you to um, from the two of us here. It's absolutely brilliant. You, you tune in every every time we pop one out, and uh, <laughs> thank you. And uh, that was a difficult second. <laughs> <laughs> so if you enjoyed it, please share and more importantly subscribe. And if you do want to get in touch, as Darren said, um, with them, um, whatever, just get in touch. Just touch us any way you want. We'll be, we'll be happy to be even, touched. Even if it's your own analogy yeah. for if going you, if to you the want to touch us, uh, If you want to touch us because of our helmets, then touch us. That's if, what we want. If you've, if you've got we a need, way to we, describe going to the bathroom better than the difficult second, second album, album, we yeah. want to hear about we do, it. We want to hear it, yes, absolutely. Um, and, 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 but let's make it going to the bathroom as opposed to what comes out. Because we all know yes. about the torpedoes and all that kind of stuff. But aye, 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 no, that's no, old school. You yes, know what I mean? But, yes. but 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 the actual the actual full event, if you've got some yes. good euphemisms yes. for that. I'm that going to drop the kids off at the pool. Yes, exactly. That yeah. full thing. There was one in a comedy series which I will not see on here because it unfortunately it's just not appropriate, right? Yeah, okay. Absolutely, you know. But uh, but it's one of my favourites. I'll tell you offline. Okay. So anyway, so I'm asking you please get in touch. You can email us at average bikers in a cave at outlook.com. Oh, hand is up. Stop in the name of What about merch? Are we any closer? Yes, good question. I was going to mention that, funnily enough. Um, we are getting closer to merch, uh, but it involves me getting off my arse and doing something. <laughs> so um, <laughs> uh, we've got a, a new t-shirt design we're going to put out, so there'll be a couple of t-shirt designs out, um, and possibly um, uh, a third design that's spinning in my head at the moment, but that'll come there out. Difficult second album. <laughs> so, I mean, average bikers in a cage, difficult second album. Anyway, so... Yes. Get in touch via our Facebook page, um, our Instagram, and all of our socials. Uh, we will see you in the next episode, folks. Thank you so much again for listening and putting up with this nonsense that we come out with every time. Uh, and remember, only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of a car window. Hurrah!